Receiving a cancer diagnosis can be overwhelming. You have a lot of questions and decisions to make. Getting a second opinion from the experts at MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper gives you more. MD Anderson at Cooper. More information, more options, more confidence. So you have the peace of mind knowing you've made a choice that's right for you. Call today. Appointments are available within 48 hours. MD Anderson at Cooper. No one fights cancer alone. Welcome to Talk to Kiki. Hello, everyone. As my co host is dying on the air, <laughs> no, just out of front. Welcome, welcome to the Halloween edition of Talk to Keiki. <laughs> I'm Matt, your host, and to join me as always, Ethan, my co-hi. How you doing? Goki Kenyo, Matt Kuhn, Genki Deska. All righty. I'm not sick anymore, so that's always a good thing. Yay, Matt doesn't have to clap no more. Yay, no more clap for me. Clap, 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 clap. Exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah this, this is going to be our last one for October, because next week will be November. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. So, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy trick-or-treating, motherfuckers. Exactly. Alrighty, now. Uh, we got a show, as always. We got a return. Well, the last one that's airing for us. For yes. The fall. Yes. Hopefully the last one. Uh, yeah, unless Netflix decides to add one behind our backs. Well, they did. They added um, Lovers. Or not uh, Lovers. Uh, fucking... Uh... Ah, what the fuck? It's just the name Enochism. of it. Enochism. <laughs> no, Sean just literally fucking posted it in our group today. What the fuck is it? Um, here it is. Uh, Romantic Killer. Okay, yeah. I'll wait for reviews on the one. Probably not. I hear it's funny. You said it's funny. We'll see. Uh, yeah, uh, I got one done, thankfully. Yes. You dropped one. This will be your last review for it. Yes, but I added one. I know you added one, and we're gonna hold off on that for next week. Uh, Gundam, yeah, you added Gundam. I added Gundam, I did. I added Gundam, and I dropped uh, fucking the little lies we tell. And so we're gonna lead off with the little lies we tell when we do our togethers, and that'll be the last one going forward. Matt will be doing it individually. And for Gundam, I am halfway through Gundam. I watched the prologue and episodes yeah. one and two, so I need I need uh, three and four, um, as well as a new one that's gonna drop. Saturday. Yep. So, so, we'll, so we'll we'll start with that next week as we, as you we review episode five. Uh, yes. I didn't get a chance to watch the new Bibliophile Princess, so that's gonna be held off till next week as well. Yes. So a bit of an abbreviated uh, talk to Kiki this week, which I'm sure you guys. Well, we, we still got plenty. Again, I have one show that's done. We'll get to that later. Yes, we have plenty of cake to to, to divvy up. All the cake, all the cake of goodness, um, and I guess and I got a surprise planned. For the both of us, when it's done. Ooh. 
Ooh, well, they might. Well, they will see it. They'll see it on pages, but not on here. Oh, interesting. Real quick, yeah. I wanted to do a um. I wanted to do one of my plugs, Matt, while we were early on the show. Um, yeah, sure. My other co-host, uh, Andy, we finally did our first podcast, our MMA for Marks podcast on the W. All right. We finally put one in the tank. Sean is in the middle of editing it. My boy has to just get us to get him the logo and the opening music, and we got to get him bios. But you guys should see that on the W2M Network shortly. Again, that's MMA for Marks with Ethan and Andy, or Andy and Ethan, um, however you want to do it. Uh, we'll be recording every Tuesday and hopefully get out the uh, the episode by hopefully the end of the week or so on average. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. But no, if you guys love MMA, if you love the similar banter that you hear Matt and I talk on a consistent basis, Andy is just like that. We talk a bunch of shit. We make dick jokes. Um, <clears throat> it's a good time. So and it's abbreviated as well. It's not a three hour marathon like we normally do here with the talk to Kiki. We normally do about an hour to an hour and 45 maximum is about an hour and 45. Just depends on how my bud does since he's got a, a fuck ton of children. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, give us a, give us a like, give us a check out. Um, if you love MMA, if you love combat sports in general, um, besides anime, combat sports is my other love. So um, it would be greatly appreciated if you just wanted to hear a couple guys shoot the shit about uh, the world of mixed martial arts, boxing, etc. So and it's not just, you know, talking shit like we do over here. We talk to Kiki. Um, my boy's been uh, deep in the game since the early 2000s. Myself, I'm a third degree black belt in Taekwondo. Fun fact, a legitimate if you let's point the camera if we uh, want to talk shit. So there's receipts if you're looking at the show in real time or on the replay. Here's my Taekwondo belts, so I'm not just talking out of my <laughs> I am a third-degree black belt, and I've been watching shit since 2003, whereas with anime, I picked it up in 2018. Um, I've been watching combat sports, mostly boxing, but since the early 2000s myself, so um, it'll be a good time. It's not just talking out of our ass. We actually do have some sort of, you know, knowledge of it, so give us a like. Give us a check out. We'll greatly appreciate your patronage over there at the... Uh, MMA for Marks page as well, but we're not talking about MMA Marks anymore. We're here to talk about anime and talk to Cake and Matt. So let's transition into news. What news do you have for us this week, buddy? All right, uh, manga bartender has an anime project. Manga bartender. Well, it's a manga called Bartenders. It's just bartender. Oh, is he the bartender like in uh, Uzaki-chan? Oh uh, no, 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 not that guy. <laughs> that that guy's cool though. He is cool. He's pretty fucking cool. He he he's the one that bought the ship them before it was cool. Yep. Now everyone's jumping at his at his daughter and her friend in shame. Yeah, he'll dress up. He'll dress up his daughter in sexy outfits. Yes, and acknowledge it's it's what's best for business. And acknowledge that his daughter is a sex beast. Oh yeah, everyone knows that, and I think she just admitted. Yep, we found out this week, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, Yuru Camp gets a season three. Oh, cool. So good for them. This is I think it's gonna take place after the movie. Mm. Uh, we got some originals. Uh, Buddy Daddies will be coming out in Murphy? Winter Twenty Three. Buddy what? Daddy? What? No, Buddy Daddies. Sounds yaoi. Uh, it might be. Uh, I don't know yet. Oh, there's no synopsis, but it just comes out in winter. Hmm. Interesting. So once we get more details, we will probably watch it. Uh, Another. Another another original Ayaka <laughs> looks like a looks like an action flick type of thing. Hmm. Set on the island of Ayaka, a series of seven islands 
It, de it depicts the relationship of partners, master and pupil, rivals, and brothers in the story of the painful yet beautiful bonds of men who carry their destinies. That's all we got so far. Hmm. Uh, it is for 2023. We just don't know when for the season. I'm probably going to assume spring or summer. All right. Uh, and then Lupin the Third is getting a prequel, Lupin Zero. Oh, good for you, Matt. It's going to be a six-episode miniseries on High Dive. Uh, we will get it December 16th. Oh, nice, Matt. So something else for you to review. Oh, good. But thankfully, it's only six episodes. All right. All right. Now, let's see some other adaptations. Uh, Hokkaido Gals are super adorable. Is getting a TV anime in 2023. We should ask Ernie if that's true. What? If Hokkaido girls are actually adorable. Super adorable. Super. Mecha yep. kawaii. Exactly. Kawaii. Uh, Flaglia is getting the anime. Sounds like an STD. It's, uh, it's based on Flaglia the musical. Still sounds like an STD. It probably is an STD. Will you stop it? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh Birdie Wings Golf Story Season 2 is being postponed for spring 23. That's cool. So if you want to do Yuri Golf in winter, you're going to wait till spring. Yuri Golf? Yes. Do they do funny things with the clubs? No, stop it. <laughs> uh, Noble Farmer is getting an anime. Do they do funny things with the hose? No, not that hose either. <laughs> Oh, All right, last last one from a light novel, An Archdemon's Dilemma, How to Love Your Elf Bride, is getting an uh, anime project. Sounds like something I probably will not want. You're going to talk about the elf? What did you do with the elf? It's going to get Archdemon dick. Exactly. All right. All right, that's it for the news. Let's get to reviews. All right, two for me. Peter Grill. Um, actually, let me pull up my fucking list. I always use my phone, but let me also use this bitch. All right, Peter Grill. Um, what the fuck happened, Peter Grill? They basically defeat. I mean, long story short, they fucking had to face the queen. They ended up beating the queen. Um, with all, everybody's powers, I guess combined. Um, well, let me phrase that. The cavalry basically arrived. They're being they were being uh, run off by the queen, and then um. All the cavalry came and they all defeated the queen. They had everybody tied up. And again, Peter Grill didn't want to kill the goblins. Excuse me, because, you know, he, he doesn't believe that they should die. And he's like, how can I save the goblins? How can I save the goblins? And he jumps in as soon as he figures out, I know how to save the goblins. So he jumps out as one as one of the goblins. Is about he to saves them by fucking them. Close. Close. <laughs> Close. So he's like, guys, I know what we need to do to satisfy these goblins. And she's like, little goblin, come with me. And of course, it, she picked the goblin that looked like she was like 13. Like it was, it was a little uncomfortable. But basically takes her into a dark cave. You hear a, a pop and she comes out nice and bright and shiny and not horny anymore. And they're like, how did you do it? How did you do it, Peter Grill? And he said, the key to satisfy these, these beasts is to give them your milk orally. Don't stick it in their vaginas. Give them your, 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 your cock milk. Uh, what's it called? Verbally. And he's like, all men, proceed to give your, your cock juices to these women orally. And so basically, a bunch of elves gave a bunch of head to a bunch of men. And all's well that ends well. Uh, Peter Grill ends up, uh, what's it called? Everybody's well. They have like a little, um, what's it called? A uh, 
a banquet in the in the town because they saved the town and uh the, the goblin gabuka she uh gets booted from the from the from the, the goblin layers for for uh, what's called turning on them and uh basically everybody gets super shit faced peter grill wakes up with a headache the next morning and he sees that he definitely satisfied every single one of his ladies like usual including gabuka who now wants to have children with Peter Grill because they're family and family has children together. The end. Very good. And Boruto. Um, another decent episode of Boruto, I guess. So basically, uh, episode starts off with um, with Hana Sensei facing Kawaki and um, and Himawari. She has K in her hand. Kay's begging for her life, and she slices K, and K's arm goes limp. And they're like, she's dead. You're never going to catch me now. And so she does some jitsu, blows up the bridge, and is on her way. And so the class comes. They're like, what happened? And they had to tell the class, like, yeah, Kay's dead. Hana turned on us and killed her. And they're like, that's bullshit. No way. No way. No way. And they're like, they ask Himawari, that's not true, right? Himawari's like, it happened. And they're like, oh, no. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? But turns out Kay's not dead. She faked Kay's... uh, Kay's death, and she's going to use Kay as a hostage because they're going to go to the land of the bamboo and try and get that minister that uh, is in jail right now. So they're going to use her as a bargaining chip for his release. And so they're like, oh, the only way to get off this island is via plane, and your your friends aren't going to save you. They're not going to find you. But of course, with their powers combined, because Hana-sensei taught them so well, and they're not totally useless pieces of shit like Sakura, they uh, end up magically finding them and so as they find the cave that they're at uh basically kawaki looks at them and they're like listen i can't let you guys keep going and they're like what do you mean we found her together how are you gonna get the cool parts why do you get to save her and we don't and he's like guys i'm not like you and he pulls out his shinobi headband he's like i'm already a shinobi like i can kill all of you he didn't, say- he didn't say all that but you know basically that's what he referred to he's like i'm a shinobi he's like you were a shinobi the whole time he's like yep my mission was to save k that's what I'm going to do. And everyone gets sad. He's like, but don't be sad, guys. I wouldn't have made it here without you. You guys helped us all get to this point, And I'm going to be the one to get us over the hump. And I'm going to save K. Okay, go save K. So he goes to save K. Except Himawari is like, nope, I'm your partner. And I'm an Uzumaki. I can save the day. I'm going to save the day with you. And he's like, all right, fuck. Might as well. While this is happening, K manages to escape briefly. Um, but Hana-sensei catches up. Hana-sensei beats the shit out of her a little bit, cuts her in her arm and her leg, and as she's about to stab her a little bit more, Kawaki kicks Hana-sensei dead in the fucking face, and the episode ends with them about to fight one more time. All right, and you're done already. <laughs> then I'm done already. Oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> that took all of, like, five minutes or less. Yeah. All right, let's... let's all right, guys, grab some popcorn, put your feet up. It's going to be a little bit... With All right, blue blue lock. First team, first round robin match. Team Z versus Team X. Mm. So we picked up where we left off, and Team Z is not cooperating. Everyone is in it for themselves. They're like they 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 don't want to pass the ball. They're kicking around, but well, that doesn't sound like a successful soccer team. No, it's not. Uh, At all. T- Team X, uh, Team X is working well together. They have their star player for Team X. Who secretly is uh, Baru, Baru Shohei. Oh, okay. Yes, and this whole thing is basically creating soccer from zero or 
turning zero into one. Uh, Team Z is trying to figure that out. But while that's going on, they're, as I'm not cooperating, there's Team X is scoring points. They're getting it. They're winning. And then, fuck, what are those two guys' names? Baru and, Baru and Isagi, the two people with the, with the monsters in them. They're like, fuck it. Let's just score one point. If they're not cooperating, let's just do it ourselves. <laughs> so they're starting to work together, and they do get the gold. They get one point. <laughs> um, how many did the other team score already? Six. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah. this is not like the other. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I bought you right now, Bob. Baru, he, before the goal, he was blocking Isagi, saying, hey, you're going to try to kick the goal? This is what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Instead of kicking it himself, he passed it to the other guy to make them score it. And uh, and then they gave Isagi shit. It's like, are you are you sure you're a striker? Because, again, you would try to go for it and not pass it to someone. Like, that's not what this is about. You're supposed to be the best striker, not a soccer player, not rely on teamwork. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, saying, fuck this guy. <laughs> you, ain't cut out. you ain't cut out for this. You should quit. Mm-hmm. So, like, damn. <laughs> Like, yeah, again, he had a guy in front of him. Like, was he gonna beat him? Eh, maybe he was more if he didn't he didn't go for it. Mm-hmm. So basically, the exercise is it is about yourselves, but also trying to keep your egos in check. That's what Team Z did not do. <laughs> so they're they're learning from that experience from the game while the main guy that's running blue lock is like, oh, you're close, but it's not fully. Yeah, you'll re- you'll see, you'll understand. While all these other games are going on. So basically, in each building is the round robin for like the five teams. Mm-hmm. So, and you basically cannot afford to lose more than once. So it's going to depend on how they go. So they have to work together despite being the best individual player. So they have to find a way to balance that. Mm. Otherwise, they're all kicked out. So that's at for that episode. Uh, better than last week. And the animation for the soccer game is great. Um, the animation looks stunning, but that, that it sounds horrible. Like if you are a legit fan of soccer, you probably would get angry with it with how they do things. Uh, it had, ooh, ooh, that's me, me. Yeah, I'm a fan of soccer, me. Yeah, like, and, and I get it. I completely get it. But for what they're trying, for what they're doing, it's fine. If you like, if you want to throw that out the window and just take it as it is, that you might like it a little bit better. But uh, moving on, on the villainous, we are on arc two, which is episode five. Yes. Okay. So basically, the shit with Cecil, oh, sorry Cedric, that's done with for right now. Uh, for Claude, uh, he's being framed for something because apparently one of the demons attacked the classmate, and the prince of this academy is fallen ill. So Claude has is taken over for that for that campus. And of course, Eileen wants to come, but he won't let her. <laughs> but it, it, you're right. It's also nice. It's also nice seeing them as act, acting as a couple this time around. So that's nice. Hmm. So as she wants, she wants to go with him and all this, and he's like, "Nope, this is to lure you out because they want you." So we're not having this. He's like trying to further, like, "If you don't let me come, I'm gonna cancel this engagement." <laughs> Like, I would, I would, <laughs> I would too. You know, if you can't come while you're engaged, what the fuck? <laughs> oh god damn it! It's gonna be one of those episodes, folks. Oh, people, co- people coming left and right. <laughs> hey, you know, 
Well, you get a come. I get a come. They get a come. We all get to come. Fraser, <laughs> you, don't know, you know who the children are watching. <laughs> don't I mean, tell in them. Japan, in Japan, they get two, too. Hashtag Boku no Pico. Done with you. Done with you. <laughs> all right. Anyway. So, anyway, Eileen's great thing is she's going to disguise herself as a male. Basically change her hair up. Short hair, tied up. Not bad. A... Not bad looking. Sure. Uh, and for this academy, another reason why they don't want her there is because it's very misogynistic. Mm. They hate women. So I see. And, and she gets to experience that firsthand with uh, one of the students, Rachel, being bullied by her fiance because something was wrong with the coffee. Hmm. So he like threw it at her. It's like, I don't want to hear your fucking bullshit excuses. Hmm. Women have no say here. Hmm. So Eileen, so Eileen saw this and fucking punched the guy. Damn. She's like, yeah, boo. And one of the fucking uh, demons on the cover is like, <laughs> so all that shit is going on. So all, while all this is happening, fucking Claude doesn't know she's here. Mm-hmm. And so she was sending love letters to Eileen. And she guessed it, like, talking about how much she misses her and all this. Aww. And during, like, near the middle, he was talking to him with supporters. So, if you, you, would you think if I get a body pillow of Eileen, how would that go? <laughs> Just to cuddle. I was like, ah. <laughs> Fucking like, Yeah, like, the king of hell. Like, I'm sorry, this demon king looking thing. Do what's saying this shit. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Eileen is trying to investigate what's going on. Like, who's doing this? Uh, fr- who's trying to frame Claude? Who wants to. Who wants to go after Eileen? But and since, since Cedric's not here, it's not him. So it's someone else. And so it's this final boss of this game she's familiar with. So she has to tame him too. She's got to tame fucking James Charles. That's his name. Okay. Yeah. So what's going on? And um, so basically, to prove that she's not in the school, she sends a love letter to Claude to reply to his lovely poem of words and beauty. Mm. It's uh, basically, thank you, good job. <laughs> and he looks so fucking defeated. Mm. Yeah, so for, but before that, though, it was basically uh, Eileen needed security to look for this uh, perpetrator that's, in the, that's, that's roaming around class. The perpetrator. But, but to get the security, she needs the approval from Claude. So he's like, ah, shit. Mm. So, she, so she finds the mascot suit of a penguin, just hides herself in it. And just doesn't say anything. Talks about how she she needs this. While Claude was about to say no, she received the love, love letter from uh, from her from herself with the with the with the carrier pigeon. So it's like, okay, fine, you can have it. It's it's good. I got what I want. And it was that half-assed love letter that made him so upset. So basically, for this is for the for this game, uh, Rachel, the the girl she saved, is basically the one that's the culprit. Mm-hmm. But it does, does not appear to be the case in this. Uh, it was uh, one of the professors, uh, I believe it is Keith, and he got stopped by James by James by James Charles, and he's apparently a demon too. And that was where the credits ended for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yes, so nice episode. <laughs> okay. I love the humor. I love the humor of Cedric and Eileen. <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing, but hey, whatever entertains you, Matt, this is for you. Well, you're not watching this, so. You know, hey, hey, there's certain ones that I get engaged in. Yeah. All right. Uh, Reincarnated as a sword. All right. Uh, Protect- pick it up. What? 
Protect Fran, as you said. Protect Fran at, at all costs. At all costs. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, pick the word left off. She's getting the shit kicked out of her by goblins. Goblins. You filthy goblins. Hate them. <laughs> so, while she, so while Fran's getting her ass kicked, she eventually starts fighting back. She starts a whole body of goblins. Mm. So she, she, she raises her hand in victory while getting her ass kicked. So she goes back to uh, Gallus, the blacksmith. She wants her uh, armor reinforced right now because her special armor isn't done yet. So whatever she was wearing, she wanted repaired. And uh, she wanted uh, more supplies for herself and Shisho. So while they waited, yeah. they, go back, they go back to the hotel. And there's a bath scene. So Fred's naked as she goes to the bathtub with the sword. She's, she's taking the sword over to take a bath. All right. And so one of the Nell. You gonna say hi, uh, Matt? Yes. Hello, cat. And for those watching live, you can see my cat. Because he fucked up and he came close to me. So anytime he comes close to me, he gets picked up. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he hates this. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so Nell sees a friend naked with the sword in the bath. And then later on, I was like, why did you take the sword in the bath? Like, oh, the sword worked hard. I wanted to clean it up. It's like, oh. This is. Uh, anyway, uh, she gets a right. She's a adventure rank G now because of this with the with the goblins, and she volunteers to help out a group of adventurers tomorrow to go to her first dungeon. More goblins. Ooh. Yeah. So all that's going on. So she's getting all this. She's happy. She's getting ranked up. She's level. Mm -hmm. She's level twelve right now. Mm -hmm. Zero, zero, the hero. That's what it's gonna be. And for Gallus, the blacksmith, he makes a special sheath. For the sword. So it's like all special, has like a little case protection instead of being wrapped around in bandages. Mm -hmm. and, it, and he can retract, for, he, since he knows telepathy, it can, it can retract itself from the, from the sheath instead of Fran pulling it out. Mm -hmm. so, so easy access. It's cool. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, while that's going on, uh, the day has arrived. They're waiting outside the dungeon and the episode ends when they're about ready to enter the dungeon to kill some goblins. All right. So I'm I know the episode already airs somewhere, but we don't have it on high dive yet. Interesting. So I will wait till it's so somewhere. weird that you're like an episode behind, but it's not. Yeah, it's 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 very weird. That would annoy me, like on my list. That would perpetually fucking annoy me. It does it does fucking annoy me. <laughs> it's like when, when you when we had combing, we're like always three episodes behind. Well, that's Netflix, and that's stupid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They gotta fix that shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They do. All right, moving on. Do it yourself. I love this one. I do it every night. I know you do. <laughs> no, but this is my favorite one that you described so far. I think out of the bunch, just because they're cute. I, I I think you would like it. Yeah. It's it's nice. I like the characters. The animation's good. And uh, again, just the characters are adorable. How and that poor pig. This this girl eats pork for dinner almost every day while the pig fucking watches his siblings die. <laughs> this That's poor me. pig. Uh, so basically, uh, Miku uh, said with his friend, she's basically being a tsundere again, uh, block, blocking them off, saying, no, I'm not, I don't want to hang out. Don't do this for me. They don't explain why she's like this to her still. While Seraphim keeps does not is does nothing but nice to her. Mm -hmm. She's she's want to be called a nickname. Like, don't call me Puddin. Don't do, don't call me all this. So fuck you. 
And then uh, basically she sees, uh, she, she's spying, of course she's spying on her because they're next to our neighbors. Mm-hmm. You can see Seifu hanging out with someone that's not her is Jopko or Julia Queen Elizabeth VIII. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, so she sneaks over. I still want to know if they named her that because the queen died. I still want to know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Last week, you're like, I hope so. Yeah, I do. I do. (laughs) And I hope her mother's Diana. Oh, is her daddy? There's no daddy. (laughs) But but, uh, Seraph's mother sees uh, Miku outside. like, hey, what are you doing out here? Your mom's working late again? Yeah, you want to come for dinner? Oh, like, fine. Yeah. So they're all hanging out. They're having dinner together. They're eating pigs in front of the pigs. Yeah. So as Miku goes home, guess who's in her house? I don't know, man. Who's in her house? Fucking Jopikos. Fucking Elizabeth. Oh, shit. He broke in. Oh, it's like, how'd you, like, how'd you get past my security? Like, your security shit. I took possession of your fucking robo-man, Karage-san. Like, I claimed ownership. Like, I hacked everything. While flashing a crisis. I did it yeah. myself. She did. She fucking did. <laughs> yeah, because you find out Miku is also a tech geek, and so is a uh, so is Jopko. So it's as she as she declares, I'm moving in. Well then, I, I like I stuck into she your house. Into a squatter. What? She turned herself into a squatter. She's yeah. a squatter. <laughs> yeah, She's she, a squatter. Yeah. No, she decided she didn't want to tell anymore. So she sneaks in, takes security. Claims ownership of her fucking robot maid thing. Look at and me. Just, Look at me. I yeah. live here now. Yeah. Well, Flash Car saying, Yeah, I got money, so fuck you. <laughs> like it's only for a turn. I like I'll pay I'll pay for, for my food and money. Fuck you. Don't tell your mom yet, because she's not home while all this is going on. And it's like, okay, if you let me stay here, I'll give you all the latest apps and stuff for this for the technology for, to help you. And then Miku's like, well, okay. <laughs> so basically, this do-it-yourself project is basically building Juliet's little living space in this room. So it's so it's Jobco, Miko, and Seraphim this time around. They're all built out. They even they even built a hammock. So like hours later, they did a nice job. Great job. It's not that hard to build a hammock. But I said, but they also did other stuff around there. Mm. They ordered. She ordered a shit ton of stuff from Amazon. It was like. Delivered by drone. Sounds like the future. Yeah, it, it, it is basically, kind of. But uh, fucking, now the mother, Miku's mother comes in and she sees all this. Like, all right, everyone, explain right now. What the fuck? Right. Because like I, like, I live here now. Who decided that? <laughs> so she explained what happened. It's like, all right, fine. But I want $10,000. But in yen, so it's 100 bucks. Yeah, so... Now, because of this, yeah, fine. You can stay. You, you can you can stay, Dropco. <laughs> so, and then Miku starts warming up to Serifu again during this project, and she talks about how Miku would always do the work when oh. it came to construction. Get down, because again, Serifu always gets hurt, whether it's tripping or anything. She always gets hurt. Mm-hmm. So, I guess it's just more of an, an annoyance for Miku. Like, mm. so her patience is running thin. I guess mm. we don't know. Well, maybe that'll be fleshed out more. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm not done yet. No. Just... So they're so they're yeah. So they were talking about how to get members for a club, and Miku suggested, "Why don't you guys build a treehouse instead of just using your clubhouse as this old abandoned shed that's on school property?" 
So okay, so basically, uh, Dropco tells Sarah for this. Like about the suggestion about a treehouse. They tell the group. They say yes, and of course, what this new character, Kokoro, or Miku's friend, who says meow at the end of her sentences, she jumps through the window, for the sorry, for the roof, and she goes, "Well, I'm gonna join now." And they're like, "Huh?" And that episode ended. Hmm. Very nice, nice episode. Well, all right then. I believe I have one more. Let me look. No, I don't think you do, because you're not doing Billifile. We're not doing Gundam. Yeah, my first finale. <laughs> Oh, let's say, yeah, I forgot about a fucking apartment complex. See, well, of course, I'm gonna make this our photo because it's for Halloween. It's the only Halloween type, not eternity. Type. What? Not eternity. I'm gonna say, we'll save it. Mm. We'll get it. We'll get it. Don't worry. Again, I'm just trying to keep a theme: horror, Halloween. Nah, I'm I'm a sissy ass bitch. I don't give a fuck. Uh, fuck this. All right, I've been waiting for this rant. Let's go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. Rant away. Okay, so we find out what the fuck happened, and you now, Kimmy, this little fucking girl, she's a god. She's mm. the, this fucking Lovecraftian bullshit. She's the sea god, and she's the that, girl that's running around with the other girl, right? Yeah, she's she's the main girl that's hanging out with Yuri. Mm. That's like that's like talking to like all these apartment complex people. Mm. Like you find out that she's this fucking god. And they were in a loop of this whole thing 20 times. That sounds kind of... 20 fucking times just to see if they're worthy of fucking immortality. Eternal life. No, like... No, everyone. Everyone there. And you find out Yuri and her family are the villains. They're the bad guys. They're the ones causing me... What the fuck? So the fucking dad and the ma, they stabbed these residents. These poor fucking guys that did nothing. And this this one Hindu intern that Kimmy likes, she gives her she gives her a piece of paper saying, if anything happens to me, I want you to read this out loud. So we go that also the, the researcher, he's gone. Mm. And and before that though, she gives the friend a book about explaining everything about her and all this, of who's the bad guys and what she is. And while she's about, well, while this guy was about to tell people, he gets stabbed by the by fucking Aries dad. <laughs> so they just crammed all this shit in the four fucking episodes. What the fuck? <laughs> you sound like me with, uh, uh, what's it called? Promise Neverland. Yeah, I, I, uh, if we reviewed Neverland, I'd be yelling. <laughs> But no, we did it a season too late. But but anyway, that's going on. This I keep forgetting the Hindu man's name. The Hindu gentleman. What's his name? Hold on. The dark fellow. No, there's just a few of them. And hell, <laughs> all, of them are, all of them are not fucking there. Where is he? Fuck. Hold on. No, I need his name. So clearly this won't be in your anime of the season. What? I said clearly this won't be in your top ten. It won't be anywhere. <laughs> Will this be among your top disappointments of the year? Yes. <laughs> yes, it fucking will. <laughs> oh, I love when Matt's mad. But yeah, doing all this for fucking eternal peace. <laughs> this one complex. This Cthulhu Lovecraftian bullshit. 
I can't find. Oh, fine. Uh, I can't find his name. I'm gonna call him Larry. His name is Larry now. <laughs> not Punk's dog missing a tooth or two. I know. Yeah, not that Larry. Allegedly, we'll give him. Let me give him one more look. Cause I'm fucking mad. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. I, I I thought this was gonna be like the sleeper. No. Sleeper bad. Yeah. Fucking. Anyway, I can't find his name. Larry sees the dead guy on the floor, and the fucking Yuri's mother tries to stab him. But yeah, but he, she fails to do so. She stabs his hand, fucking knocks her out. The father's there, and you see Yuri tackling her father, saying, no, go, run, get out of here, to Kimmy, because the dad was about to kill Kimmy. But you find out it's all an act. Yuri's a part of it. He starts following her. She locks. They lock themselves in this secret basement where they found everything. Mm. Yuri has a knife, about to stab her, mm. failing to do so. And then you find, and then fucking Kimmy. I bet they're only doing this because they want, they want stuff in the worship. They want like some type of fucking wish granted. They didn't say what, but fuck all this. Also, uh, also, this guy's name is Rubel. Rubel, sorry. Rubel. Finally found him. Rubel. Fine. I found him. Finally. But anyway, he what? he get he gets stabbed in the ch- side, the chest. But he but he knocks out both the mother and the father. They're out. They're down. They're out for the count. Rip. So Kimmy goes to Yuri, like, hey, oh yeah, you want your dad, right? So here you go. He you see a, an arm and then another arm. Like you see limbs and after that, she pours blood on Yuri like she was fucking Carrie. <laughs> As though she would explain all about herself being a god and all this. They're all unworthy. And she fucking turned Yuri inside out. <laughs> and talking about how everyone is not worthy of all this shit. And while, the, while all that's going on, Rubel reads the thing in the paper. And you see a flash of lights. And he's alive. Like, he's not he's not dying from the stab wounds anymore. And you, you see, like she's in there, in, he's in her world, and you just see Kimmy right there, and then she starts singing a random song, and that's the credits. So everyone is not worthy to worthy to except for Rubel. So Rubel has eternal life with her, but not Yuri. No, she's dead. <laughs> and that's where we left off, and you end like that. Oh, <sighs> you sound like cornet there. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> You need a, a a cheeseburger. Meat with extra cheese. That's tomorrow. <laughs> you know what you need? You need a good old helping of Riho. Oh God! Uh, yeah. So so great that I stopped watching the show at when she. <laughs> but yeah, that is it. Fucking two and a quarter. Two and a whatever. quarter. It's two and a half, but whatever. That's even worse. I thought that the way you described it, that bitch would be like just a flat two. I'm being nice in that regard, like. There was intriguing stuff, but it was not fleshed out because it's four fucking episodes. You could have done six or maybe eight. I would have been fine with that, but four. Four. Bro, that's like shoving like a 12-inch dick in a virgin. And fucking Adult Squid. And then, and then fucking Adult Squid's like, oh, we're going to do more horror animes. Well, it better not be fucking like that. Another four-episode series. No, I will, I will drive to Adult Swim. I will do a Kyoto Animations fire to them. <laughs> We're done. Oh, man. Fuck. I'm done. I need some magic spoon. I need some magic spoon. 
It's not that good. All right, Matt. That took you all of 30 minutes almost. I, I stopped at 25 there. minutes, yeah. yeah. All right. As we said, I dropped Little Lies We Tell. I didn't think it was that funny. Yeah. So I'm, Matt, just, I'm, 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 ta- I'm, ta- I'm taking a break. Go, go. Just go. Oh, you wanted to take a break. Okay. Yeah, I thought you wanted to talk about it. No, I don't no, no. I'll talk about it when you're done a bit. <laughs> I mean, what happened this episode? Um, what happened the first? Uh, basically, oh, it's, a, the, it's a festival. They were trying to figure out what they want to do. It's a cafe type thing. No, so that's the second part. The first part was her. Um, was when uh, what's her face? The ninja made a uh, made uh, what's it called? She sewed outfits for everybody, and everybody's all cute and shit. Or no, that was even before that because the episode focused on our our, our trap being. Well, uh, yeah, well, not not a trap. <laughs> Is this a guy blackmailed into going to school for his sister? Hey, he doesn't even deserve the the our, our lovely title of trap. <laughs> no, is this a, is he, he's just a victim. He's a guy held hostage, and that's if not. Anyone, if anyone finds him, help, like help him, free him from his sisters. Mm-mm. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically, it's like it's basically trying to give her a make, trying to give him a makeover mm-hmm. without with hairstyles. That's what they're doing. They're doing hairstyles. While Rika's fucking ribbon antennas were choking. Yeah, she they tied her up. They're like, oh, we need to make it tight. Oh, was it too loose? And meanwhile, she's bleeding out of her fucking tentacles. Yeah, I was like, nope, stop it. And he's like, hurry up. <laughs> so yeah, eventually, Tsubasa, he gets dressed up in all this shit. And he gets home. And of course, the sister takes a, takes a picture. Like, stop, stop taking pictures. This is blackmail, damn it. Yep, yep, yep. And now we get to... What what they should do? They're gonna do a festival, so they want ideas for the festival for for the cafe. So they get these outfits. Yep, all these servant outfits, and of course, Chio, her outfit is this maid outfit. Yep, this very exotic maid outfit. Yep, and Sakine has to try to figure out how to say this nicely as possible. It's like it's like oh yeah, I'm sure people will buy will buy you will purchase you. Like what? If you don't like it, just say like no, it's not that. And of course, fucking Rika is like, "Oh, you like one of those girls in the magazines?" Like, oh, you. <laughs> and you find out it's, it's an adult magazine she's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and she thought that she thought it was a fucking picture, but that was the only good thing from the episodes. Yeah. It's a good outfit though, but yeah, she was pretty. Yeah, she's also like thirteen, so you can't do anything too crazy. No, you can't. And so basically, after this, they go. They they have a vote on what type of theme it should be for the cafe. You find out it's a ninja theme, and yep. of course, Chio doesn't want that. Nope, because she is a ninja. Yeah, but one person's happy, and that's Tsubasa. He's like, "Oh, I've always wanted to learn how to be a ninja and all this." And then Chio took it personally. Yep, doing legit traded for Tsubasa. Yeah, got to the point where he's like dying, and he doesn't want to do it anymore. Up. Yep. He he went toes up. He, he doesn't intend. And of course, Chio is she's starting to feel guilty. Like, oh shit, I think I lost a friend. Yep. Because he's not there. He's not help serving nothing. Nope. She's out with muscle illnesses. Yep. Cause again, like a like thousand push-ups while yeah. Rika's on top of Super. He only made it 140. I think he made it like 146. Yeah. It's like 145. Threw up. And then they're like, oh, you poor girl. You know what you need? You need someone on your back while you do these push-ups. And then, and then Rika's like, I'm not too happy, right? And then Subasa's like, no, you're, you're fine. But, of course, Chiyo and Subasa, they make up. And Chiyo gives him a ninja, a mini ninja kit. 
Except it's a real ninja kit with real dried blood. Yep. And that was it. Meanwhile, my favorite character still is the uh, the the person. Uh, what's it called the second? Yeah, second. But Sekin's yeah, fine. She 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 has stepped up a bit. Rika is okay. still annoying. Yep. And Subasa is just there. I'm just turned off by the fact that he's not like he's not a real trap. He's not gay in any capacity. He's just trap. Or he's like or trap. like or like he doesn't like it. He doesn't like doing it. He's just he was forced to. Or he's not like horny. Like that's fine if he's like straight, but make him horny. Make him like you know, like I'm dying because like my fucking dick sees all these women, and I'm like ah, yeah. women vagina. No, nope. but no, but he likes none of them. <laughs> he turned them all down the first episode. Yep, I dropped it. I'm good. Uh, if I'm forcing myself, like and it dragged. That's the other thing. Like this episode dragged. I was like, what uh, the fuck? When is it gonna be? When is it gonna end? When is it gonna end? I'm good. All right. I'll give it. I'll give one more. See what happens. All right. If I get a couple laughs, I'll keep going. Basically, basically, if I, I'm gonna go until I don't laugh. If I don't laugh, that was it. Okay, it ran its course. We're done. I laughed once, and that was second. Second made me die. She always makes me die. I always yeah. laugh. But I mean, if I'm watching because a single character makes me laugh, right. eh, I'm good. Right. Again, so far it's the mind reader and the ninja, because ninja was actually fine. It's just the other two. The other two just don't really add much. They don't. So I'm hoping that changes next episode. We will see. All right. Let's move on to something that we give a shit about, Matt. What do you want to talk about? All righty. Uh, Married Couple. No, that was like a really good episode. I like saving Married Couple for the fucking... Okay, okay, okay. For the, uh... the end. Let's fucking save it. All Let's... right, Raven. Uh, I like Raven. Right. I, I, I like... I, I, yeah. Yeah, I'll let you take this because you it's more of you sell it better than I do. So I gotta remember what the fuck happened during Raven now. Um okay. Yeah. I remember. yeah, I remember. I was gonna actually say let's do love flops, but that's fine. We'll do Raven. <laughs> we'll do flop we'll we'll do flops next. All right, we'll do um where are you at? Because I moved my cam. <coughs> Excuse me. No death. Excuse me, guys. All right. So um the episode starts off with uh Jusetsu looking out her window. And uh, she's holding a um, what was the uh, what was the bird? I don't remember the bird now. Um, not a hummingbird, a uh, uh, skylark. Right. <clears throat> a skylark. So she's holding a skylark, and um, Juju comes behind her and was like, "Oh, that's a really pretty bird. It's a really pretty skylark. It likes you." And she's like, "Well, not quite. It's dead." And she's like, "Huh?" And we see it's the spirit of a skylark. Right. And Jusetsu finds out through um through Juju that there used to be a Skylark, uh a Skylark princess. And so she puts two and two together and she realizes, oh, the Skylark princess isn't in peace because obviously her uh her Skylark is, you know, still around. So she sets about basically trying to um trying to to find out more about the Skylark princess. And so she starts going around. Uh, trying to gather information. Is this the episode where she, um, <clears throat> where she, get tried to give the gift? I don't yes. know. Yes, it is. it is. Okay, so along the way, she's talking to while getting information. She's talking to um to some some late some court ladies, and the court ladies are you know saying about how like oh you know the lady in waiting gets gifts da 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 da. So you know Jusetsu is like oh maybe I should give Juju a gift. So she's like I don't know what to give Juju though, and so she goes through her um <clears throat> she goes through her. Uh, her stuff and she finds something and she's like, all right, I'm going to give this to Juju. So she 
calls Juju over and is like, hey, Juju, I got you a gift. And she's like, oh, you don't have to. And you're like, no, like, isn't that what I'm supposed to do? Like, I'm supposed to give you guys gifts. And she's like, no. And then, like, Juju gets really, really upset that, you know, she thinks that basically she's her lady in waiting so she can get free stuff from Jusetsu. And that's the case. Juju actually does legitimately, like, like Jusetsu as a friend and wants to serve her as a real, like, lady in waiting like she wants that job and she opens the gift and it's the um the hairpins that the emperor gave her <clears throat> and she's like why would you give me this he gave this to you like why would you re-gift me a gift and she's like well you know if i said it, i didn't want it you know you can have it and she's like no i don't want this and she gets really upset <coughs> dry mouth god damn it <clears throat> excuse me she gets really upset runs away in tears later on she goes over to a friend outside of the court to bitch about you know about Jusetsu and how she is whatever the case is um she's cares but she you know she really was kind of offended so Jusetsu right. is that because she upset Juju and at this time the um <clears throat> the emperor comes in the emperor she's carving a uh, she's carving a bird and so the emperor sees her and she sees she's got this like frown kind of thing on her face and she's like well what's going on so Jusetsu relays tells her what happened and she pisses off the emperor because the emperor is like oh you wanted to give my gift away like what the fuck dude yeah you don't get why she's upset yeah and she's like well you said if i didn't want it i could throw it away like that doesn't mean re-gift it though like what the fuck yeah it's fucked up <laughs> so um so he's mad at that but then she notices he's carving like well what are you carving and he's she's like a bird and well, what kind of bird are you carving she's like i don't know just a bird that can that can fly the uh, the distance of uh <clears throat> of the sea and he's like all right give me some time i'll carve it out and she starts carving it out and so while this is happening the emperor mentions ding lan which is her, his uh, his mentor who carved her and right. you know he's like she's like ding lan and she remembers what the uh what the other uh, princess said like oh never mention ding lan in front of the emperor because he's sensitive about it so it's very telling that the emperor himself is offering it's telling you <laughs> to Jusetsu. So he talks about it briefly with her. They have a, b- a bit of conversation involving Ding Lan and and what, you know, who he was and how what he meant to him and stuff. And so <clears throat> there goes that. In the interim, she tries to gather more information and we find out that um the lady in waiting for the Skylark princess is still around and um you know, she tries to re- meet, meet up with her but has issues. Eventually <clears throat> um she does find the lady in waiting and we see the lady in waiting leaving uh, flowers in front of the, Oh, let me back up. And the information she found out about the Skylark princess is that she fell into a lake and died. Um, and so she goes to the lake where she died and yeah. there's a bouquet of flowers there. And, you know, she's like, okay, well, somebody's there. But we find out that the person who's leaving the bouquet of flowers is the lady in waiting. She says, who finally sees her as she's laying another bouquet of flowers. And they have a real intimate conversation. And we find out more about the Skylark princess. The Skylark princess was a sickly woman. Um, and she was basically beholden to the emperor, du- the emperor's Dewegger, the evil woman who was killed in the previous episode. And so <clears throat> we find out that she couldn't get medicine without the, the Dewegger's approval. So she didn't get medicine. So what she did was she was sometimes bedridden, but when she wasn't, she would grow flowers in the uh, in the field. We find out later the flowers that she was growing. Um, there's specific names, but I don't remember what they are, but they're basically medicinal flowers. So she was basically creating her own um, her own medicine in her yard. 
and the the lady in waiting would help her. And as she does this, she coughs and she's like, "Are you okay? Are you sick?" She's like, "No, just I'm, I have uh, seasonal allergies." Is what basically it surmises. Seasonal. And again, this is uh, in pre Chinese time. So like this is like I don't know, 14, 15, 1600s, something, some shit like that. <clears throat> and so um, she's like, okay. And so they continue to talk. And she said that one day um, she and the Skylark princess had an argument and they, you know, it, it pissed her off. And she said, fuck you, basically, to the lady. And she went about her, her time. The next morning, <clears throat> the next morning, the Skylark. So the, the the Skylark that we saw earlier, the soul, came up to her and started chirping. Chirp, 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 chirp. And so she's like, I feel like the Skylark is telling me something. But fuck the princess. I'm mad at her. So he she didn't respond to the Skylark. And we find out basically that the princess came over to this uh, came over to this lake because there's some flowers that she wanted to pick. And she fell and she fell into the lake. And because she's a sickly lady and fell into the lake, she passed away. And so we find out that and if we look at the flowers... She puts two and two together and she's like, oh, the flowers that she was trying to pick are a certain type of medicinal flower that are used for cough suppressants. She died around the time that they're having this conversation now. So she died around the season in which her lady in waiting gets sick and coughs. So she died trying to help her lady in waiting. And mm. this severely affects the lady in waiting. She's really upset. She begins to cry. Excuse, what the fuck is the cat doing? What are you doing? Whatever I want, Dad. It's ridiculous. Fifty-seven eleven. Write that down, Matt. Fifty-seven eleven. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway, she's really upset, and um, she's like, you know, it's all right. Just go to the, the whatever, like uh, infirmary, whatever, and get a certain suppressant, whatever. As she's sitting there, just staring at everything, um, the emperor comes up from behind her. And they have a conversation. She explains everything that she found out about the Skylark Princess and everything that's going on. And um, she asks, by the way, did you uh, finish that, uh, that that carving? And she goes, oh, you're sneezing. Why do you keep sneezing for? Fucking cat, dude. Anyway, <clears throat> so she's like, here, I, um, uh, oh, something happened at work. Son of a bitch. Everything is fucking distracting me today. Anyway, <clears throat> um, she's like, here, I finished the carving, gives her the lady, it gives her the gives, I'm sorry, gives Jusetsu the, the bird. And she said, what kind of bird is this? And it was like, um, like, a, I forget what the fuck bird it is, but basically it can travel the seas. And so she basically, Jusetsu takes the bird carving, gives it life and sends it along with the, with the spirit of the, of the, of the, what's it called? The Skylark and says, Hey, tell the princess wherever she is that her lady in waiting is sorry and that she really appreciates and loves her and misses her very much. And they both basically both things go out on their way and they're like, all right, well, you know, it'll find its way to the Skylight princess and they'll both be able to move on to another world. And that's the end of that. And so um, she basically along the way, they have another conversation about Juju and you know, the fact that Juju is still mad. And so she's like, well, I don't know what I should do about Juju. And they're like, well, you know, give her a gift, give her food. You know, I always give you food. You're never mad. And so she basically goes to Juju. She she tells Juju that she uh, helped the Skylark princess and she should be fine. And then she apologizes to Juju for offending her and says, I got you a gift. <clears throat> and it's like food, similar food that basically the emperor gave her earlier in the episode. And she's very moved and touched. And, you know, everything's well. But one of the final pieces that was mentioned between her is that her and the other woman, I forget the, her name, but the the old lady in waiting who had her cunt tuck cunt her tongue cut out. Obviously, her, she had her cut cut out. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not trying to say that this time. And so, 
<clears throat> um, they they know she's like, yeah, you know, you're t- I know we know you're tired. We know you're up at night. We know you dye your hair, but don't worry, we won't say anything to anybody. So the secret is very slowly coming out because of all these people. Um, yeah. And another piece that I missed is that in the previous episode, <clears throat> um, the emperor started looking more into the Raven consort because she wants to know why are we oil and water? Why shouldn't I ever like have interactions with the, with the, with the Raven consort? He calls a, some sort of wizard, magician, temple person, whatever to have this conversation. And he's like, I don't know what to tell you about the, the Raven consort. I don't have any information. You should ask the Raven consort yourself. And he looks at her and he's like, you know, while you're talking to the Raven consort, she has the ability to help you with dreams. You should ask her to help you with your dreams because you look pale. And mm-hmm. his ominous tone. Did you see the after credit? Yes. Yeah. And so I'm getting to that. There's an after credit to the show. And the ominous tone is that the emperor wakes up in the middle of the night. There's a shadow that passes by his bed. He wakes up. He looks out, out of his bed. And he sees the, 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 the what's it called? The, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like shredded. What's the word? Um, it starts with a D. Decapitated. <laughs> No, they aren't decapitated, but they are mutilated. I wouldn't yes. start with it started with that. Sorry. The mutilated so basically he sees the mutilated corpses of his mother and Ding Lan. And that's something that basically haunts him every single day. And that's where the episode ends after the credits. So Yeah, so that yeah, that was pretty heavy. Very heavy. And I love Raven because it does do that. It it always manages to tie two stories into one and it, and it's interesting how they provide historical context in terms of how the lay of the land was at that time and be able to infuse it with like this really cool, this really cool magic. And in the process also, like it gives you more, they give you more in terms of character development about these characters. They make you care about these characters and they give you, you know, a a little bit of a romance with Jusetsu and and the emperor um, as well. So it covers multiple facets of, of an animated story, which is really cool. So this is one of my low key sleepers. Like I, I keep saying a lot on my uh, anime profile. AI and, e, and, and ED is so good. And the ED is the best ED. I don't care. I don't care. I know that chainsaw has awesome EDs every single week, zero doubt. And, uh, what's it called? Lovers has another fantastic ED, but to me, the most consistent ED that's the best by far is Raven concert. That's it. Very good. Moving on. Love flops. Funny episode. Yes, we get a Amelia episode. Yes. And it looked like she was giving him head. It did. I was like, hey! Yeah, yes. like, yeah, yes. we got like, a, like yes. the, the sweatshirt was up. You see her pantsu. But you find out, yeah, she wanted his footprint. Yes. To, to get the wedding official. So Asahi's like, get out. She has ugly pantsu, too. They're baggy pantsu. They're just red, yeah. But yeah, this this more this mostly focused on Milia and her inability to write in kanji. Mm-hmm. So basically, and of course, she loses at a lot of things. So she can't even beat the fucking television host in rock paper scissors. Mm. So she spent overnight on her phone finding out how to win in jacket. Mm-hmm. And I got to play. Okay, I got it. I am so confident now. I am so confident. I'm gonna bet all of my pudding on all of this. And she lost all the pudding. It's like what the shit. And, uh, and I got to the point where Asahi reflected all like, yeah, these girls are driving me crazy. And Yoshiho's like, you shut the fuck up, you lucky bitch. 
Mm-hmm. You have all this great food, and I get a sandwich by my lonesome and that I, I didn't even make, or that yeah, someone didn't yeah, make. That, that, no, I bought at like a Seven Eleven. <laughs> yeah, for real. And I mean, to be fair, Seven Eleven Japan's amazing. Oh, that's fair. I have not been, but I heard they are. They are. They are your lifesavers. Trust me. <laughs> And you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't know because there aren't that many here in Florida that, <coughs> excuse me, are standalone Seven Elevens. And in New York, when I was on Long Island, they have several. And I was like, "What's this?" They're like Seven Eleven. I was like, "There's no gas station." They're like, "No, fuck, you just walk in and get your shit and leave." And I was like, "Oh," yeah. shit. and I was like, yeah. "This is Japan." <clears throat> I, have, I have none of that in Vermont anymore. <laughs> that sucks. I got Cumberland and Maplefield. Sounds Canadian. And none of them are 24-7. That sucks. It's shitty, but what can you do? Can't go get uh, your drink at 3 in the morning because you're fucking stoned as fuck. No, nope, I'm in bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Amelia asks Asai for help and help like teach me kanji. So he tries to help her out and she cannot get it right. You're forgetting how she learned kanji in the first place at all. <clears throat> how she learned it from again. Uh, what was it? Arrow magazines. Oh, <laughs> how did you forget that? That was I died laughing. I Which, have so many shows, uh, so forgive so me if I miss a clip. You're something. in the class, and they're like, "Oh, spell like wooded fish or some stupid shit like that." And she put dirty white, or she put she put thick white liquid, and they're like, "What's that?" She's like, "I'm just joking. I'm just joking." And as uh, they're like, "All right, well, here's you know basic kanji like fish, cat." I'm walking the dog, like whatever, right? Just very basic combo. And it, it's like vagina, penis, <laughs> anal. Like, and it's just, I don't know. She's like, oh, what the hell is this? Uh, yep, like, ah. Uh... And the reason why also is because as basically, um, they're like, oh, she's studying, whatever. And um, Asahi goes over to her room and hears her like in a really sexual She's voice. moaning. She's, she's moaning. moaning. I was like, no, not there. Don't, don't touch me there. Like, oh, no. Are you going to put it in? Please Put it in now. And then Asahi and, just slams the door, but like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm just learning kanji. <clears throat> and so we find out she does the first thing. They're like, all right, well, that's wrong. Here's the other ones. And instead of putting like penis, vagina, then they're like, oh, doggy style. Like, and all this fucking, she just keeps, all she knows is sexual kanji, which I fuck, like I said, I died laughing seeing that shit. I died. It got, it got to the point where it's like, he's like, no, like, raw, raw. And it got to, and then fucking the bitch starts yelling. She goes, she, she locks herself in the room. She starts crying. She's like, she's, and then as I talks to Millie, like, are you all right? And she just says, asshole. And he thought she was saying it about him. He's like, well, okay, well, fuck you. Right. No, she was talking about herself. Like she's calling herself an asshole. And she cares. How- and I thought that was very nice. She's like, you know, you're you're trying your hardest to help me, and I appreciate it more than I that more than I let on. And I, you know, like I just can't get it. It's like, like, how, like, how could you fall for someone that's like flawed and all this? And he's, he's like, I don't mind that because I think I find it cute. Like you're actually trying. Yeah, you know, because her entire phrase was, um, "Why try if you get no results? Like it's it's, it's you wasted your time, basically." Yeah, 
he starts naming off like her good qualities like hey you know like you're strong spirited when you're sunken on something you're sunken like this is this is what it's going to be and you know and you're you've got you know really strong work ethic and things of that nature and basically you know he he pumped her up in a way and at the end he's like hey i got you a gift which i died laughing he gave her this big ass bag for this tiny little gift yeah there's like a little like little flash card thing of no analog cards and so basically she's like i figured this would help you out you know analog cards and so you know she studies and studies and studies the day of the test comes she takes the test they get their results back later on in the week and she got a 70 which isn't good great but it's it's solid it's a a passing grade it's a passing grade it's better than what she had and she's like hey you know i'm far off from where i want to be but you know i have somebody that cares about me and wants to see me succeed and he appreciates me and and you see the end of the card and he's like good job you worked so hard and that's always something in anime when you hear that like you know yeah good job you worked so hard like it's very like it's an emotional like acknowledgement because of the way that you know japanese culture is you know that acknowledgement of like you know you are gambate you know you are doing your best and, and things like that so that was really uh really really solid i you know it was funny but it turned cute at the end and i'm really looking forward to it because like we said it seems that the show is going to start focusing on each woman each each girl and so that'll I, be i i think karen will be next who the the german okay yeah, yeah I, think, I, I think she'll be next we've seen her naked already yes well nice. she's got a little body um i think after that will probably be the trap and then the teacher Yep, and then how the- we forgot to mention they're having a, a, a early breakfast conversation, and um, Asahi's like, "Oh, you're the only person who's never been in my room like that, like barged in my room." And she's like, "Oh, what do you mean?" And we also forgot to mention that when she was having this conversation, when um, what's her face, when Amelia was having the conversation, yeah, they were spying. <laughs> no, not just that. When she had the conversation, she had a moment like where. Asahi smiled and was like, you know, you're, you're doing great, whatever. And she sees the smile and has a flashback, just like Aoi did last week. She had a flashback to middle school. Um, so so don't, t- don't tell me they're all fucking childhood friends. I, it's either that or there's like some sort of like other otherworldly brainwashing of some kind. Or or, or, based, or it's just, I don't know. I don't know. So there's another site. There's another. Uh, what's it called? Um, psych- I, not psychological, but what's the what's the word? Um, supernatural. There's another supernatural element, perhaps at play here, which adds a little bit of intrigue beyond just the humor and the cuteness. We'll find out as we go on. Indeed, we shall. All right. Now, Akiba made war. I had a problem with this episode, Matt. Go ahead and I, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it. We go to the Let's beginning. We're like this discipline, disciplinary maid school type thing. It's a pretty face about a maid. Loyalty, fighting, bitches, no money. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like at first is the fighting. That opening scene was savage. We just she shot her in the fucking pancreas. Yeah, 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 yeah. First it was first yeah. it was the fighting, then it was money, and then what she's talking about loyalty. She yeah. grabs a gun and shoots her. Like was- money. <laughs> the money is all we care about. No, the thing we care about most is loyalty. And then shoots her another like six times. The loyalty loyalty girl's like, allow me to take the fall for this. Grabs the gun, barehanded. Fucking what the fuck? Right, all that's going on. So okay, so basically all these free made cafes, they had to go like there's gonna be an instructor teach them how to be made properly. It was was a bunch of them. It was a bunch of made cafes because they 
bunch of girls on the line, but basically that we're going to do that. Yeah. But and yeah, and we finally get depth at the OP. Zoya is the one that had the face covered. Yes. Uh, yeah. So this, so this uh, drill sergeant, this drill maid came in, says, "Okay, Panda and Tensho, out. Get the fuck out." <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, it's just her and the maids. And the rest of the episode, what do they do, Matt? Military type trading. Oh, I'm talking about Tensho and the Panda. Oh, uh, they're they're basically homeless looking. They're for homeless. Food. They dig for trash for food. I was like, do they not have a place to live, or is that their actual house? That is their actual house. Okay, all right, but yeah, this is basically a sheep pond episode. But before that, yeah, uh, basically Nagumi is an awful maid. <laughs> they're all awful maids. Well, she didn't she didn't bother Ranko much because she's been doing this for like apparently fifteen years. No, way longer than that, dude. Twenty five. Sorry. Yeah, way longer than that. She was uh, gross. Yeah, like, how old is she? Nineteen eighty-six. When in the opening scene, when her fucking—that's right, that's right. Like, how old is she? She's thirty-six. Okay, so she's been doing this since eleven. <laughs> no, she. I mean, it's been over twenty years at least. She's got to be in her forties. No, they, she's thirty-six. Okay, then fuck. She's thirty-six. She must have been like sixteen at the time, sixteen, seventeen. So she's been doing it for about twenty years. All right. Anyway, we're gonna move on. Uh, yes. So basically, this drill, this drill made like, okay, I need you to do this. Uh, basically, carve this in a week. Yeah. See the logo. If you fuck yep. up, I'm gonna spank you with a bat. Wiffle bat. Wiffle ball bat. Cheap pause. Stop dressing up like a whore. Get rid of the makeup <laughs> and the and the blonde hair. Ugh. Also, also the next day is like, okay, we want you out of here. Get out. Okay, fine. Oh, you forgot to mention that they each need to bring in a hundred thousand sweets money. Yes, thousand yen each by the end of the week. Otherwise, they're going to be fired. Yeah. So, so they have to try really hard. They they have to be basically be a team. Uh, Shippon says, "We don't want you here. Go." And this this drill me like, fine. I want to talk to y'all individually. If you guys don't like me, then I'll leave. Yeah. So fucking Nagomi goes first. It's like, do you see that building over there? Yeah. Yate fucking frozen. Fucking frozen off the building. And that, and we forget that's the opening scene. The opening yeah, that scene. Is, that's oh. the opening scene. Like, <laughs> yeah, as she's falling towards death, this drill mate catches her. It's like, I won't let you go. Basically, we're we're, we're together. It's a hand in hand. Yep. This is what our relationship is supposed to be. And yeah. Nagomi's just bawling. Oh, Bobby. Oh, I got yes. it. Okay, yes. So okay. basically, so basically, everyone's on board except for Shippon. Yeah, she's alone in this. And eventually, yep. got to the point where her blonde. Well, before that, though. Yeah. Uh, they're all working together. They're getting customers. They're hardly getting disciplined as much, all except for when fucking Nagomi bends over. Yeah. <laughs> after after taking criticism, and then they all shout out Shippon because she doesn't go to practice. Yep, she's a fucked up maid. And so they beat yep. her ass. Sheepon's like, you know what? Three times. Three times. Yep, she got three spanks with a wiffle bat. And it got to the point where she sneaks out at night. She starts to run away. Yeah. And then they're all looking for her to, to detain her. Well, yep. Ranko had a knife, but she cuts the exit. Like, here you go. You can exit through here if you want. But then Sheepon, like, oh, this is why I wanted to be a maid, because it was like it was fun, that type of thing. Yep, and then she opens the the the, the hatch and, and fucking Tetra oh, the pandas. Man. They're like, yo, and she's like, you know what? I want to still be a maid. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. All the makeup's gone. She has her black hair. Yep, 
and she's like, you look gorgeous. And eventually yes. they work hard and all of them make a hundred thousand. Yep. Yeah. And then fucking Tensho comes in. No, you forgot that uh Shimpon went out and found Tensho and Panda. They're like, it's time you come back. Yeah. And they come and back. Then, and she starts, she grabs a bazooka. A fucking bazooka. And she's like, she's going she wants to go on a shooting spree. Like, why are you here? No, they're not that. She wants to take the bazooka and go up to the, the roof. Yeah, yes, and then to blow up that uh carving. Yep. And then, so Shippon does it while Nagomi has this awful face as she, as she screams no. <sighs> yeah! yeah! And of course the next day they're all back to normal. They're back to being the worst mates. Yep. yep. And that pissed me off because that was a complete waste of an episode, Matt. Complete was, Yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't, le- they didn't learn thing. anything. No, another thing. They each raised 100,000 sweets money, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, why the fuck can't they just do that? And that's the end of the show. They're in debt. Just keep doing what you're doing. Get your money. They, so they, don't, wanna, they don't want to do it that way, apparently. No. They <laughs> both pieces. Yeah. It's a waste of an episode. An absolute waste of an episode. I felt like I wasted my time because they went through all this training. They <sighs> suffered all this shit. For what? All because Shippon didn't want, want to dress up as a bimbo. That's that, really it. That's that, that, no, man. That pissed me off. I saw the end of the episode and I was like, what a waste of time. What an absolute yeah. waste of time. Nothing was gained. You know, because that's a theme of the series is at the end of the episode, but when it's all said and done, nothing's gained. But they gained the most that they've ever gained. They gained in this episode. And they literally purposefully went all away. They pissed it down the drain. Yep. Fuck this episode. Yeah, it was not, not the best episode. Fuck this episode. I liked it. I was thoroughly laughing. And then they pissed yeah, yeah they, and they ruined it with the end. Yep. All right. Moving on. Uzaki. More more rum. We're getting yep. more rum. Yep. And and fucking Uzaki is getting the ego now. But she's yeah, it's next level now. Next level. Yeah, it's basically, oh, Senpai can't live without me. A little annoying. Like, like he he wants me and all this. He's, she's bragging to fucking Amy and Sasaki. And mm-hmm. and the and I and the other father, yep. they're like, oh shit, they're getting close. They're getting close now. Yep. And it's like, but they're not gonna make it. Yep. But with how Uzaki is talking, is like, no, they're they're not gonna reach that finish line. Yep. We we gotta do something. Right. So Sasaki, he's like, so are you sure he likes you like that? Like, you know, he's quite a catch. Yep. Anyone else can get him, and this this starts to slowly ruin her confidence. Yep. And fucking Amy is like, that's right. I saw a couple of girls looking at him. Yeah. Wanted to talk to him. Yep. And she's like, uh, Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, she she don't she don't she don't like it. <laughs> so all of that was just happening. That was that was mostly a good chunk of the first half. It was basically, yeah. And the other half was basically the mother again. Mm-hmm. And they're making another dish. It's a fried food this time. Yes. And of course, the mother is helping out Senpai. And fucking, they have this talk. What were they talking about to give her that fancy again? Hmm? The mother. What 
what what triggered her next fantasy? Um, was she talking to his her daughter or senpai? Oh no no no! So she was watching a um she was watching uh one of her uh, Japanese novelas basically um right. dramas and in the drama basically there's a guy that wanted to call this girl who was married by her first name and she said no and he did anyway they ended up having an affair because of that all right okay so okay when he's cooking and he succeeds he's like oh thank you and he's like i don't know what to call her and he's like well what's your first name and, and then she, she, she she remembers about what she was watching yeah <laughs> and she goes well it couldn't hurt if i tell him his name like suki uzaki suki and she's like can i call you suki san okay that, that set her like doki doki <laughs> yep she went doki doki and then, okay, and then Uzaki sees this. And she, you know, no, well, Uzaki's admiring. And she asked, you're, you're skipping a part where she asked her mother before that, before the, the, the trigger happened. She's like, well, what do you think about Uzaki? Or, I'm sorry, what do you think about Sakurai? And yeah. basically, um, she's like, oh, I wonder why, you know, she asked that question. Like, what's going on, you know? And before she got a chance to, 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 is she, uh, is she, is she, on, is she pulling him off to me? <laughs> Yeah, so before she got to tell him, then Sakurai called uh, called Suki-san over, and um, and that was that. But as they're having this conversation, before we're gonna get to what Matt was was uh, was alluding to, she basically goes to Uzaki and she's like, "Uzaki, come here." And she goes, "What?" She's like, "You know, I know you asked me what I think of of Sakurai-san, and the only re- thing that I can think of is that you're having questions about how you think about him, and at the end of the day." The only thing I can tell you is that the number one thing that you should look for in a man is. No, Amy, I'm in the middle of freaking recording. How the fuck off? I'm in the middle of recording. Um, the only thing that I can tell you is that you need to look for his honesty and his, like, you know, him being contrite and honest and his chivalry. You know, like, you got to look for those things. Like, the, that's the most important thing that you should look for in a man. And is he honest? And as she looks over at Senpai, Senpai is just beaming with joy at this uh, fried creation that he made. And, you know, he's really happy. And she goes, yeah, you know, and in her head, she's like, yeah, you know, he really is honest and he really is a good guy. And um, as this is happening, he, he she hears Sakurai call her mother Suki-san. Yes. <laughs> and in her head, Uzaki is like, oh, she's a catch with he's a catch with all the ladies. And Uzaki, yeah, a little dream sequence of all, all the, the girls, all the single ladies, all the ladies. What? And, and sees her guy? mother with like this, like blank expression, like I'm gonna kill this woman. I'm gonna kill this fucking hussy. <laughs> I'm gonna kill this woman. I'm gonna kill my mother because she's fucking. She wants yeah. to fuck my man. Yes. Mm-mm. Uh but yeah, there's, <laughs> there's still funny moments, but again, we're getting more rom in this rom. We have a lot more rom, and they, they, like I said, they incorporate the calm in it, so it's it very much reminds me of Akaguya-sama, except it's not as cute, just funny and kind of rommy. Enjoy. Right, Move it on, Bochi Woo. the Rock. I feel so bad for Bochi. I love Bochi, and I feel bad for. She is like I, the she's one of the most relatable people in this season. We must protect Bochi. Yes, uh, well, Goto, but she's uh, Bochi, Hitori Bochi. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, we 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 meet our fourth. It's the only Goto in Japan that actually is relatable. Sorry, Hiroki. Yeah, the only Goto that will get pushed. 
that people like. <laughs> oh, that has a semblance of a main event. Yep. Uh, Speaking of that, random wrestling related question related to New Japan. Have you seen? Um, have you seen what's his face and uh, and Ishi? Ishi. Darina. And, uh, <laughs> and Narita. Yeah. Ah, uh, not yet. Her is good. I haven't either. Yeah. Yeah, after that, I was like, I think Narita's going to win the thing. It wouldn't shock me. I, I think it would be him against Saber. Or him and Evil. Oh, fuck off with that. All depends on what they want to do. But I fuck see Narita off. winning. Alright, well, anyway, we can talk about it later. I just wanted to ask that random question. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. On. I heard it was really good. But yeah, uh, yeah, we get we see our fourth girl. But before that, though... Yes. Uh, uh, Alright, she's going to try one more time of... Going to school with her guitar. Yeah, she's better from her cold, by the way. She's yeah, all- she's she's better from the cold. And her sister fucking eviscerated her. Yes. <laughs> like, You're your own pain in your ass, huh? I died yes. laughing. I'm like, wow. Oh, that was like, oh, that hurt. I she felt, I felt, her. I took that person. Oh, and she's combing her one curl that doesn't want to go straight. Yeah. This no. whole time combing a single curl, her fucking little sister just was like, well, you're your own pain in the ass, aren't you? Fucking mm. fuck that, but oh uh, mm. yeah, uh, she's uh, a confidence builder. I'm gonna co- go to school with my guitar again. Maybe they'll pay attention to me. Yes. Nope. Oh. <laughs> also, she starts to hide in her corner. She uh, plays guitar quietly under the steps. Yep. And and who hears her? Kita, Ikyo Kita. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, before that though, yeah, she wanted to ask her to join the band because they need a get vocalist, guitarist. Mm-hmm. So she got, she was mumbling words, and it got to the point she just ran away. Mm-hmm. So she's eating lunch by herself. She had the guitar, and then Kita got to her, and is like the the extrovert energy is blinding me. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point, it's like, all right, I te- I want you to teach me to play guitar and all this. Mm-hmm. So Bochi's like she wants to. Is like I got I got introduced to the band. Tells her yep. where they're going. Is like ah I don't think I should be here. No yep. no no. And fucking uh, Nijika, she sees yep. them. Is like oh that's the girl that ran away. Mates. <laughs> so I was like oh. So the plot thickens. And plot. I that was the case. I, as soon as you heard her yeah. say with her last band, I was like yeah you. Yeah so so they dragged her back to there. Yeah. Josh apologized like. You know, you didn't do anything wrong. Like you find out that she never, she was bragging about playing guitar, but she never played. She never played. I, I haven't heard her voice though. I want to hear her voice. Yeah, I, I think we'll hear her next episode. I hope so. Yeah. So basically, they kind of get another chance, but she basically she wants to do the work at this place. Yeah. So and then she talks to Bochi, and she's talking about why she wanted to join in the first place, and. We have a little Yuri thing going on. We do. We get Kita Yamada. Yeah, it's almost full Yuri, dude. I was like, okay. All right. It's nice, subtle. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, like she was mesmerized. It's not, it's not subtle, dude. It's pretty, she's pretty obsessed with fucking Senpai. But like, it's not going to be like horny, thirsty. Sad. Like, she just, she it's just not, admires her. She admires her. It's funny. It's funny, but it's not, it's not cute either, I would yeah. say. Well, we'll see what happens when they, if they develop it. It's unreal. But yeah, you, yeah. Basically, she was admired by Yamada's bass playing skills, mm-hmm. 
and want to use it to get close to her. It's like, you know what? That's understandable. So while the, everyone is working, Kita does a great job overshadowing Bochi. It got to the point where she's hiding in a trash can. She's like, nope, there's no need for me. I don't know. Why do I exist? Uh, yeah, so, so she plays the guitar as the credits roll again. And yeah. we're going to thank you for watching. Like, the series <laughs> is over. It's like, stop it. Not again. Yep. I was like, yeah. Yep. That was funny. Oh, God, that was wonderful. It was indeed. What happened after that? What, buddy? I want to put my. Every single thing happened after this, or. Um, oh, uh, oh uh, yeah, Kita got her. She she thought she got a guitar. But no, she. But no, she, but no, she bought a bass guitar, not a regular guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, it was Bochi teaching Kita. Once she gets the actual guitar, of course, she, she can't get the. She can't get the, F, the G chord. Yeah. And it's just getting frustrated, but you know what? There's also progress there. Yeah. So she's gonna whip her in the shape. Yep. Basically. And yeah. She mentioned. Yeah, because she mentioned the, how her her hands were calloused. Yeah. And that's what. So, it was. so yeah. So so she actually was trying. Yeah. You don't get calluses from you know, not trying. not touching it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So very good episode. Indeed. Indeed. I'm glad. I'm glad the humor is still there. I am too. This is. This really is. At first, I was like, Nah, this ain't gonna be Uzaki Chan. It's 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 pretty close. Uh, For the season, it's pretty close. All right. Uh, Next one, Uh, Bleach. What a great episode! This was fantastic. Great fight. Great episode. What what, do we? What was that guy's name again? That Ichigo fought. Fuck his name is. I have zero idea. Quincy one. (laughs) We'll call him the Quincy one. (laughs) Quincy lieutenant. He's a lieutenant. Lieutenant Quincy. Yeah. Uh, but basically, we're getting this fight. Great action, action sequence going on. And then on the other side is fucking Ishida going to the Quincy archives. Yep. And the brother is like, who said you could be in here type of thing? Yeah. And he wants to know about what's going on with this, what's very happening. Like, do you know? Yeah. And he's, he's not giving him answers. Nope. He's like, what you look for won't be found here. Which, yeah, he, he first he was trying to figure out what the hell you mean by that, but eventually you find out. Yeah, is just the book's not there. Yeah. So, uh, so the lieutenant he was getting his ass kicked for a bit, and then fucking uh, the, the the trio they're not dead, so they summon this giant the three the three bestias, yeah, the three bestias, yeah. So they summon this giant monster thing with the sacrificing of their left, left arm? arm. Yes, left arm from both of them, right? Yeah, all three of them. Yeah, okay. So this guy's like, you can't beat this special form. You say this long form and it gets punched in the face. Yeah, and it proceeds to beat the shit out of fucking, uh, out of uh, Quincy. Lieutenant. Yeah, Lieutenant One. Yeah, beats the shit out of him. He has a broken fucking neck. And then one of the yes. best guys was like, oh, you thought you could be better than us, but you're not better than us. And like, it's all arrogantly walking up. Also, uh, all's going on, uh, basically, Ichigo was telling. This lieutenant, like I fought Ishida before, like, and like his was like better than yours type of thing. Yeah. Or sorry, it's weaker. It's a little weaker than yours, but I know the movements. But it's like, really, because he should be stronger than mine. Huh? No, it was the opposite. I was. I thought, I thought that Ishida was was supposed to be stronger. <laughs> no, it was his. He's like, no, Ishida's is way weaker. He's like, okay. They, they basically said that, like, based that that original technique. Um, was improved upon, and so this is the culmination of 200 years of science and training and things like that. 
yeah, basically, it's just Ishida basically does none of that. That's why. <laughs> yeah, basically, his his is traditional versus like this is like new wave shit. Yeah. So he eventually finds that book in a different office. Yes, he finds it in his father's study. Yeah. You're forgetting and, also, it, while this happened, let me finish up the battle. So as she's like, oh, I'm all arrogant. Like, yeah, you can't beat us. Da, da, da. And fucking this guy fucking stabs her in the fucking yes. heart. Stabs her in the heart. Unbreaks his own neck. His neck is like clear like hundred, like 90 degrees to like the right. He's like, <laughs> like some horror movie shit. And he uses the um he uses his ultimate move because this whole ultimate move what he does is he collects all the reishi in the environment and that includes the reishi that's within the a human person or within like an, a, a living being and you see like them like being stripped basically of their reishi like internal reishi and they're it's cutting their skin and things like that right. um the shield that inue has is being torn apart sato's like uh sato's power his arm is uh what's it called is being uh, torn as well. Um, so it's a pretty strong technique. And so he does that again, and he's cutting the three best guys who are trying to escape at this stage. And he's like, you know what? He's like, rather than beat, rather than kill this monster, I'm just going to absorb him. And so he absorbs all the reishi in this monster and basically fuses with the fucking monster. And oh, so sorry, his, name, his name is Quilg. Quilg? Q-U-I-L-G-E. Quilge. Quilge. His name is Quilge. Quilge. Okay. Cool. So Quilge is now basically infused with a giant fucking Arankar hollow. Yeah. And he's like, oh, like, you know, I'm I'm ugly as fuck, but I'm OP as shit. And Ichigo comes out in Bankai form and yep. stabs the crown on his head. And he's like, you can't use your ultimate technique if you don't have the crown on your head. And he's like, to figure that out is one thing, but <laughs> that takes balls, son. And so as this battle's happening, as Matt said, Ishida goes into his father's study, finds an old book, and he finds a book. He starts reading the book, and he finds out all the details of what really happened with the Quincy. And we all find all those details in a different part. We find out, basically, as this whole thing is happening, a third thing is happening in the Soul Society. Basically, um, Yamato, uh, head captain Yamato, tells everybody, like, hey, let's prepare for battle. You know, let's prepare for battle. And so, and also we forgot to mention during the battle with Ichigo and Quilge, the head of the Wandenreich, I forget his name. He's like, let's dispatch our people, like dispatch the, the, the straighter Rick or some shit like that. Right. Yeah. Long story short, they're like, a German. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very German. He's like, it's basically like a death squad. He's like, send the death squad into fucking soul society now. So he sends them off to the, to, to the Soul Society. While this is happening, Soul Society is getting ready for battle, things of that nature. And the two like little characters that we saw at the beginning of the series, the two like mini, um, yeah, the, the mini Soul Reapers, yeah, the yeah, mini Soul Reapers. They're like, well, why do we hate the Quincy's in the first place? Like, what really happened? And, and basically, like we, Soul yeah. Reapers, like the ballads of Hollows and all this, while Quincy yeah. wants to just kill them. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what happens is when a Soul Reaper kills a Hollow, it returns its soul back to Soul Society, and it, it helps with the balance of souls between the Soul Society and the Earth. And the, the balance between the two basically is like a cushion. If the cushion is removed, then the two worlds will collide and effectively will destroy each other upon right. Collision. And so, whereas the Soul Reaper's job is to return the soul to, to, to the Soul Society and help with that balance that stabilizes both worlds, Quincy's don't give a fuck. They just kill the entire soul. It can no longer return. It just evaporates into nothing. Yep. And so, they said basically that there was a lot of communication to try and 
you know, work together with the, with the Quincy's and the Quincy's were like, nah, nah, nah. They kept saying no, kept saying no, kept saying no, kept saying no. And eventually it was uh, since we, they couldn't get any proper dialogue because the Quincy's didn't want to talk. They're like, all right, well, if you don't want to talk, we're just going to kill you all. And so there was a giant war that happened amongst the Quincy's over 200 years ago or over. Yeah, I think it was over 200 years ago. And all the Quincy's died except for Ishida's father and now Ishida or so they thought because yeah. this is happening. Yamato calls over uh, 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 Kurusuchi and he's like, Kurusuchi, why didn't you like, you know, why didn't you set off an alert? And we could have saved those people of Rukon Town, which is basically the, the Soul Society, like little outer edge that like, we could have saved them. Why didn't you do it? He's like, well, you know, for the purposes of what we're doing, their sacrifice wasn't that important. He savages shit. He's just like, eh, they weren't that important, basically. And he's like, you, on the other hand, head captain, you're the reason why we're in this predicament, if we're being honest with each other, because you couldn't kill that man over a thousand years ago. So we get the revelation that Yamato and the head of the Wandenreich fought over a thousand years ago and yeah. to a stalemate to did he did he save him or, or he probably he probably could have killed him but chose not to yeah we, we don't know but we basically get that revelation and it's the first time anybody's ever really spoke back to head captain Yamato like bro like fuck you like you're really the fucking idiot that fucked this up in the first place bro yeah and so while, as this is happening um a giant reishi spire comes up like a f- towering flame of reishi it happens across multiple parts of the fucking soul society also, it was cool seeing rukia again <laughs> it was nice seeing rukia and fucking what's a dick um that redheaded fucker her boyfriend yeah anyway and we saw a few other people we saw kira not for long though yeah and we basically see a few heads a few uh, of the heads that we've seen in the past and so the wandenreich basically strike um, the head of the Wandenreich is in Soul Society, and he's like, conflict was so bad. Like, I wish we didn't have to have conflict. Meanwhile, his death squad has basically ignited the, the pillars of Reishi and start mercilessly killing with ease. Yeah. Soul Society. They blow off Kira's arm. They shoot another, like, one of the guys. I forget his name, but he was somebody who showed up in the series before. They blow his fucking head off with a Reishi gun. A Reishi handgun, like with like, yeah. little, like little pew pew fingers, pew of Reishi blow his entire fucking head off. Like savage murder is occurring to the, the Soul Society, uh, soul, 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 uh, what's it called, uh, Soul Reapers, yeah. and basically they say at the end of the episode, like, oh, well, our job is to kill you. Credits. That was fucking wild. <laughs> so good. Uh, for anybody who's watching or wants to go back and watching, I got my Bleach t-shirt on today. That there you awesome. go, buddy. Senzumbon, whatever the fuck his, uh, his uh, bankai is. But Sen- oh, Sebon Zakura, I think it is. Sebon Zakura. That's his uh, thing. Anyway, fucking great. Fuck. Yeah, very, very great episode. <laughs> fucking great. I loved it. All right. Now, married couple. All right, married couple. I'll, I'll let you take this one. Uh, it was a very, very cute episode. So basically, everything is going really well. Uh, with uh, what's her face? Um, I always forget their names now. Let me click on the names so I remember. Uh, Watanabe and Jiro. Yes, Watanabe and Jiro. So things are going really well for them, and they're acting like a complete couple. Everything's really well, and basically, uh, Watanabe is like, "Well, what can I do to like help me with uh, with with uh, with Minami?" 
And he's like, well, guys like to have sh- shit cooked for them. Like, okay. Like a, like a, like a bento box. Like yeah. a bento. Like a bento box. Okay. So she starts cooking and, you know, she has Jiro try it. And, you know, without realizing it, they're also getting points for this because they're acting like a really cute married couple. Yeah. So she makes the bento box. She's like, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. But she's like, eh, it's kind of bland. And she's like, well, this is for Minami, not for you. Minami has. Oh, yeah. Because he likes a sweet omelet. Like sweet yeah, omelet. She like, yeah. He likes a sweet omelet. She's like, well, Minami's got a particular taste. He doesn't like sweet things. So that's why I made it bland. You know, so he continues to have this happen, you know, whatever. And then the time comes when she's going to go on a date with him and give him the bento box at work. And so as she's about to go out, the doorbell rings and Jiro opens the door and it's Shiori. And Shiori says, hey, I made too much apple cake, um, apple pie. She's like, I made too much apple pie. Here's some apple pie. And she's like, oh, that's nice. Like, oh, you made this? Like, yeah, I made this for Minami. Minami loves sweet stuff. The complete opposite of what Watanabe thinks. Yeah. And so Watanabe is like, oh man, you know, she immediately gets dejected. Um, Jiro eats the cake, or I'm sorry, eats the pie, loves the pie. And the dessert is pie too, I guess. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he eats the pie, loves the pie. She's like, Watanabe, did you eat the pie? And you see Wat- Wat- Watanabe just sulking on the couch, just absolutely sulking. Like, and, like damn it. Yeah. And Jiro, you know, tries to do his best to like try and comfort her but he basically alludes to like she's he basically tries like you have great qualities like all these guys love you she's like well what's so great about me tell me tell me what's so great about me and it's basically all superficial like you're very pretty you've got bold fashion sense you can be friends with anybody you're really popular you're really hot like any guy will want to bang you basically but he stops himself without saying that but this triggers watanabe and watanabe throws not throws but pushes jiro down on the couch that they're sitting down and pins him down climbs on top of him and she's like jiro would you do you want to bang me like would you have sex with me and she's like you know come on jiro like i know you want to like i want to too let's let's do it let's have chickens out not he doesn't quite chicken out at first you think he chickens out but he's like he, she starts pulling the strap to her shirt down. She's not wearing a bra. She's pulling the strap down, and he goes to, like, stop her. But he's like, no, I really want to fuck the shit out of her. But when he touches her hand, her hand is cold and shaking. And he realizes, like, oh, she's not this whore that, like, she likes to make herself out to be. She um, really is a virgin herself, and she's doing this because she's upset, not because she wants to. Yeah, so it's like, he's like, I can't. Yeah, Jiro stops himself and he's like, you know, this is something that you're supposed to do with somebody you love and, you know, like all this stuff and basically snaps Watanabe out of it. And Watanabe is like, you know what? You're right. You have Shiori. I have Minami. Like, we shouldn't do that. You're right. Thanks, Jiro. And she's like, you know what? Let's just, you know, not be a married couple. And so over the course of the next month or so, their score keeps going down. The yeah, more they're, they're, they're at grade E. Yeah, they went well, from well, the other- Wait, I gotta I gotta build it up, goddammit, man. All right, fine, fine. I gotta build it up. And so throughout this entire month, the score kept going down. They're at like 22, I think, and they go all the way down to fucking like two. And as Matt said, they went from rank B to rank E. And while this is happening, the other couple is A is A rank after they were E rank. And you know, they don't really think anything of it. You know, they go about their about their way, but Jiro is still affected by this entire thing. He's really upset over it, you know, and he's like, I didn't want it to be that way, blah, 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 blah. 
And so Shiori one day asks him, like, hey, can we talk on the roof? And they're like, all right. So they start having a conversation and he, they basically just have a reaffirmation amongst each other. Like, yeah. you know, like, hey, you know, things are good. Like, things will be all right. Like, you know, like you just got to work it out with with uh, Watanabe. And, you know, all this, it was a nice conversation between two homies. Not even anything like sexual or anything flirty. Like, it was just a really nice conversation between the two. And so Jiro basically steals his resolve and was like, you know what? I'm going to talk to Watanabe. So he gets home knocks on Watanabe's door like hey I know you don't want to come out but I want to talk to you so Watanabe opens the door is like well why don't you come in then so she brings her he brings her in the room and basically Jiro confesses like hey I didn't want that to go down the way it did you know I didn't stop you because I, I he's like I didn't stop you because I didn't want to have sex with you I would love to have sex with you but you know blah blah blah, blah. and it embarrasses Watanabe Watanabe is like you're in a girl's room you have no tact like why would you say that like that's so embarrassing but Watanabe to her credit says like you know it's fine like it's all right i appreciate you and she's like i like you jiro a lot and looks at him dead in the eye when she says that and jiro's like ah she don't mean that shit like ah she just means like she likes me as a friend like whatever so she blows it off they go about their separate ways and the episode ends with watanabe going out to her uh, her balcony and like looking up into the sky and she's shocked she's like i can't believe i literally just told him that how i felt yeah she admitted to, to the viewers and to herself that she genuinely has feelings for Jiro. Q credits. Yep. It was a nice, nice fun episode. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Evidence and Shadow. We got five left. This was a good one, too. Yeah. Uh, fucking. Even when Sid is getting tortured, he still wants to be this background character. Yeah. Uh, but before that, though, we see what happened to Alexia. She she's captured uh, by this weird scientist guy. We have no idea who he is, and he's not really that important because he gets fucking. No. Yeah, he basically got she got kidnapped by a scientist for her blood. Yes. To help charge up this demon that's also chained up. Mm-hmm. But basically, that's for experiments. So that's that's really not that important. Uh, so on the other end, Sid is getting tortured. He's like taking it like normal, getting stabs and all this. And he's mm-hmm. like. I need to act like a background character now. Yeah. So he starts crying, saying he doesn't know. Let me go. Don't kill me. I beg of you. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get to the school, and it's uh, Iris and Zedin. They're talking, like they're looking for the whereabouts of her. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, oh, I'm like Sid. Knows nothing type of thing. And fucking Sid's sister, Claire, is trying to barge into this campus. Like, get my Oni-chan out back, you son of a bitch. My stupid brother. Yes. Like, I swear to God, if you kill him, oh, I'll be angry. <laughs> yes. And it's like, ah! Like, let him, ah, let him go for now. Just, just keep an eye on him. So he's half naked, gets thrown out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He starts talking about how, like, all this going on, like, he's slowly forming up his his guild, his shadow guild. Mm-hmm. Especially from being paid from Alexia. Yeah. And, of course, there's these two guys in the train, like, they're, they're like, spying on him. Mm-hmm. He gets off the train, and someone walks past him. Mm-hmm. Who was it, Ethan? Uh, Alpha. Alpha, that's right. The, oh, what are the girl? Mm-hmm. What? Yes, yummy. One of the girls came back. <laughs> Oishi. 
<laughs> or is she? Yes. You umai. 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 <laughs> but uh yeah. Uh, umai. Yeah. I forgot what she whispered to him when she walked past him. Umai. She said she said umai before she killed those two. She's like umai. No, she said later. She said later. Yes. And eventually, she, they meet up. Back it says, "Yes." So is that so? Is that after she swallows, or <laughs> that's Delta? Yeah, no, no, that's definitely Delta. Jesus no, who, who was that? Was that Beta? That was uh, the that girl. Was, Ray. That was in the room. Beta. Yeah, that that's Beta, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Beta, yeah Delta's the Delta's like the wolf girl. Yeah, she's the psycho cat girl. Yeah, that's why, and that's why they're there because apparently Delta missed her. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, Alpha it was in his room. They like, talk about what's going on. Like, oh, like we're we're back, kind of type of thing. Yeah, we did everything. Everything is set. Uh, we gather up the people. It's about 114 people in this place. Mm-hmm. So, um, but so basically, all of a sudden, he he sounds more adultish when he's in his fucking uniform. Yeah, he does. He sound, he's you know I think is he the same voice he sounds like the same voice actor from uh from uh Cautious Hero. Uh it is Sechiro Yamashita. He voices Jiro and Mary Couple. He voices uh Toru from Hori Mia. Mm. Um not no, he isn't he doesn't voice the guy. Hmm. Nothing else really Big, big <laughs> that yeah, that I'm really seeing. Yeah, no like major role that we would really think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's more active now. He's a mob. He's in Mob Psycho. Mm-hmm. He's in Academia, but a character no one gives a shit about. Right. But yeah, but anyway, yeah. He uh, since since talking to Beta in his mm-hmm. manly adult voice, Beta gets aroused. Uh-huh. So basically, the plan's in motion. It's time to basically kill everyone. Yep. So, so since like I'm gonna play the pre- preliminary role again. Yep. And as he's going to the two guards that tortured him. Yep. And they throw they throw her shoe at him. What do you do? Oh, You're under arrest. Yeah, and then basically throws it back and fucking. And we get a confirmation for it. This entire thing happened. Like, don't they know not to fuck with this organization? Yeah, so working with the organization, pretty much. And uh, yeah, and all of a sudden we see two bodies fall down behind them, and it's the two guys that were spying. Said, "Yep." And fucking Sid goes ballistic on those. Two. Yep, he kills them royally. They're dead. Uh, then we go back to Alexia. She after being tortured, uh, the doctor ruins one of the fucking needles. Mm-hmm. He he hears noise. People are dying. He's like, "Oh shit! I need to go. We're fucked." Yep. So he takes this giant syringe, injects it into this demon lady who's been like, next to next to the homegirl the whole time, and he was yeah. killed by the scientist. Yeah, and Alexia. I love how Alexia is like so dry and sarcastic the whole time. Oh no, you lost sleep. That's horrible. Right. I wouldn't do. <laughs> They're gonna kill you. Whatever will we do? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and all that, and this demon goes ballistic. Mm-hmm. So, kills the professor immediately. Yeah, with its fucking claw, and at the same time, fucking slices the chains off of Alexia. Yeah, and breaks it free. Help me, 
And it's because, you know, she actually showed. Yeah, she, they were talking to, they were talking together. Well, she was talking. He was. Yeah, she was talking. Well, yeah, they didn't even really talk. Yeah, I can't talk. No. It wasn't responding. But it had sympathy. That, yeah, it had <laughs> sympathy and it showed this demon compassion. Yes. Who was outside? Who was outside when she was walking out? The fucking, her, uh, what's her face? Her Zenon. fiance, Zenon. Yep. Yeah, they were talking, and basically it was a whole ploy to kill her. Basically, like, we need your blood, and, you know, I'm going to be the fuck. I'm going to be the 12th, which was, I found it interesting. She's like, I'm going to be the 12th round um, of the of the knights. They're like, oh, what, what's that? When it's the 12th fucking elite of the elite, and I'm going to be the 12th one. And that's actually legitimate British history, which I thought was okay. Cool. So they're in, like, some equivalent of Britain, if they're talking about the knights of rounds. <laughs> right, right. So yeah. So basically, he's about to go for the kill, and who is walking up behind him? Sid. <laughs> I'm Shadow. I'm that who lurks in the shadows. Cue credits. So we're gonna get it. We're gonna get a nice fight next week. <laughs> yes, and I really hope Alexia like knows who that is. I really like. I want the people to know that Sid isn't just some fucking pathetic fuck. You know. I know, but this is how they are. No, I don't like that. You know, like I want to be average. I want to be a nobody, but I'm OP as fuck. Yeah, but no, it's like, yeah, he wants, it's basically what we do in the shadows. Like he wants to be that type of fan, like in the shadows. Like this herd of like never really seen. It's just cringe in a way. Like I'm just an average nobody. And you know, like, oh, oh my God, you kicked my ass. And like knowing, like, I, I froze time and I can slice your throat at a fucking blink of an eye. Yeah. But no, I don't want that. I want you to keep stomping on my balls because it's hot. Like when he's getting interrogated, he's like, "I like this. Like I gotta be." Yeah, oh. like, he, like he wasn't really reacting, so like he had like, "Oh shit!" Uh. He, had, he had the fake. He's like, "Oh, ah, yeah. oh, I don't want to die." She I surrender, ah. bro. Yeah, so she had, yeah, yeah, do all that to put on an act. But uh, let's move on. Uh, Academia, Not fucking sure. Dobby went ballistic on Hawk. Q Dobby, yep, Q Dobby. Yeah. Yeah, and then he like he's like get ready to burn the hawks. Like you're like you're like you're not even crying for your friend. You have the you don't give a shit about him. And he was legit pissed from that. Mm-hmm. Like like my glands are burning. I can't cry. Yep. Like he's saying all this shit. Like he's getting ready to kill him. Yep. <laughs> like oh my god. Oh god. Yeah. And and Deborah should the, hug him. I want the official relocation because they're like, who are you winning? Because uh, Hawks is like. He said my real name. Nobody knows my real name. And we get a flashback to when Hawks was a child. Yeah. And the whatever secret society that raised him were like, hey, you're no longer this name. You're now gonna be just just Hawks. Like that's your yeah. permanent real name. And, and you're uh, and you're keeping part, between you're both of them. Name. Yeah. I have a feeling it's gonna be somebody he trained with in whatever it, 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 it's Endeavor's kid. Well, yeah, we know it's Endeavor's kid, but yeah, well, it's not really known, but it's known. It's just I think that's a manga spoiler, I think, at this stage. That is Endeavor's kid. It's, but, it's, it's, just, it's just obvious, but yeah. But basically, um, when he says the name, you see uh, Hawks's eyes like open, and then we see a giant flame, and then we don't know what happened from from their side. Basically, yeah. I, fucking Bunny Rumi, I think that's her name. Uh, no, Mirko. Mirko. She's so she, hot. Yeah, she, and she and broken arm at all. So she's still trying to fight. And she gets even more fucked up. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah, arm twisted. Like no, and this and then, episode, and then, and no, sorry, she got she got stabbed a lot because she was trying yeah, to yeah, like bro, like you see her fucking like tendons. 
You yeah. literally tear tendons. That's how fucking how deep these these fucking scars are. Yeah, because you know, basically the no moves like they're not they're not being taken down easily. So it's basically just go towards goes yeah. to the source basically. Miracle, but Miracle realizes she's like, oh, you know, like my uh, my objective is isn't, isn't really the no moves. My objective is it's to Shigaraki, get, yeah. Get Shigaraki, get Shigaraki, get Shigaraki, and so even though she gets stabbed multiple times through all through multiple fucking uh, body limbs, um, by the Nomus, she's yeah. able to crack the tank before the doctor can revive uh, uh, Shigaraki, and so uh, by definition, at this particular second, Shigaraki's dead. Um, meanwhile, uh, Endeavor makes it over to this location, sees Mirko is pretty fucked up and was like, you know, withstand it. I'm going to cauterize your wounds, basically, you know, seal them shut with fire. And yep. you see Mirko, like, as biting onto some sort of rag or something while she's just being fucking burned yep. to shit so that way she doesn't bleed out and die. And you hear Endeavor say, like, hey, I owed you in Camino, and I'm going to owe you uh, again here. <coughs> Don't die on me. And so that was a nice moment. Between yeah. Them. So and now these heroes are finding are are basically they're helping out fight the Nomus. They're fighting the Nomus. But while this is happening, Shigaraki is basically his conscious is still alive, even if he's yeah, not. He, conscious yeah, he, is alive, and he starts seeing his family members, and he starts trying to stop him from being evil, and they don't succeed. Yep. And also the Nomus, they're figuring out Aizawa's quirk. Yeah. Which is the like yeah, they, 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 how, like how, how are they disabled? Oh, it's from looking. So now, yeah. because of this, their fighting abilities are adapted. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, one of the heroes went to Shigaraki, basically say, basically detain him type of thing, make sure he's alive. No, make sure he's dead. Okay, that. Sorry. Sure and dead. then, yes, yeah, so while Shigaraki's in his conscious, like the yeah. mother, the father, yeah, uh, the, the grandmother, or the. His sister, yeah, and they're all basically trying to—they're trying to say like, you know, like you're good, you're good. Return home, return home. Everything will be okay. While while yeah. awful one is in front of them, yeah, while awful one is in front of it, and as you see, basically they capture, um, DJ Mike, Mike, uh, yeah, yeah, Mike, what's his name? Mighty Mike, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, Mighty Mike, and uh, he's holding him. He's basically got uh, the professor in his hand. The professor starts telling the story about how basically this theory came out over a hundred and something years ago, one hundred and twenty years ago. Um, and they said, like, you know, soon after this professor disappeared and he's like, you're the professor that disappeared over 120 yeah. years, which explained in one of the earlier episodes why when he basically had it, when they his quirk activated or deactivated rather with Aizawa's um, erasure. It's, pre it's, it's present Mike, by the way. Present Mike, sorry. Okay, so present Mike has him and he's basically we see when his quirk was deactivated, he turns into like this like fucking shell of himself. He's like a crippled, maimed uh, old man. And yeah. he's like, yep, my quirk, um, uh, lifeblood, I think it is, or like life essence or some shit. Basically, he's like, I can live twice as long as an average human, and I gave that to all to all for one. That's why all for one but, is able to uh, to live so, for so yeah, long. But in exchange, she gave him gave him the the real one, and the quirk in him is a copy that I made. Yeah. And so he starts talking to him about um, his friend. He's like, Oh, you're the friend of so and so. I forget his name now. Um, and you know, she's like, Oh, he's like, I'm holding something disgusting, but you know, I have to, you know, basically, you know, continue the mission, got to continue the mission, got to continue the mission. But you see, um, the, the professor with like this, like sick, evil grin on his face. Cause he's happy. Like what the fuck is progressing right now? Even though he's captured at the second. Yeah. If fucking you know, President Mike punches him. <laughs> man, President Mike punched him straight in the fucking face, but no, um, 
<clears throat> what's it called at the end of the episode basically as we sure. mentioned his consciousness in his consciousness and all for one is there and he rejects his family his dead family yeah, he says it's too late he all, yeah he goes to all my, he goes to all for one and he's like it's too late he's like i'm gonna be basically the new all for one and he wakes up cue credits yep so people are gonna die that's episode. brutally People are actually, that, actually, that guy that's with him right now, probably. Yeah, the guy, he's going to be the first one to die in an instant. Oh, yeah. He's going to he's gonna grab him and just boom. <laughs> he's going to turn into ash. Yep. And then not only that, they're going to have to, he's going to have to uh, go on. Work. Yeah. No, not only that. You um remember the guy looked at, over yonder and he's like, oh, what's that computer? I guarantee you that computer is going to be the fucking computer that Shigaraki uses to call the fucking giant mm. <laughs> in the other battle. Right. Okay. Yeah. The giant FM radio waiting for commands from Shigaraki because it'll only listen to Shigaraki because he's the one that broke it before that was all for one's um, guy. Now it's Shigaraki's guy. <clears throat> Puppet. Right. So. All right. All right. Moving on. We got three more. All right. Spy family. <coughs> I'll let you take it. All right. Uh, basically, Lloyd is getting suspicious of your. Mm. But not for what you think. Basically, she's coming home late. She has cuts yep. on her arms. Yep. Uh, when she gets home, she doesn't want to have dinner. Yep. So Anya's starving to death while Lloyd's like, hmm. Mm-hmm-hmm. And and then you find that what's really going on is basically Yor is learning, is trying to learn how to cook because mm-hmm. she wants to be a better wife. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they feel like Lloyd will get rid of her, and then she can't basically kill basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically, she she wants to do is for assassination. Yeah. So she asks her coworker Camellia if she can like help her cook. Mm-hmm. But fucking Dominic's like, oh yeah, my oh yeah, she's a great cook and all this shit. Uh, you can you should come over. <laughs> mm. And yeah, and her food is again her cooking is shit. So mm-hmm. and there's no denying that. So who comes over? Ethan? who comes over with this? Yuri, yes, the brother, the brother. He wants to try Nesama's cooking. Yep, and he does try it. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, I'll get to that. But yeah, Yuri starts cooking on her, on her own again, not really listening to what Camellia is saying. Yep. So like this giant, like purple ooze type thing. I don't know how she did that. Mm-hmm. And of course, Yuri starts to take a bite of it. He's like, Umai, Umai. <laughs> yeah. So he's like throwing up while eating. Well, yeah, exactly. While eating, well, like, ugh, ugh, ugh. and he does it for the second dish. That like, I see the light. He's like, and he's like oh. no, not only that, he's like, this reminds me of, of the old days. Yeah, and, and he's like, like hey, he's like, hey, why is mom there? <laughs> and he's like, oh shit, like he's dying. Like, please stop eating. Yeah, and yeah, Camellia tells you, like, yeah, you just have, you really have no taste buds. Like, like, like you don't have a sense of taste. They're absolutely yeah. So and so, like, makes her remember, like, remember something from your childhood. Like, what did your mom used to make? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, like this childhood cream recipe. It's cream, it's cream stew. Yeah, you know the basic shit. Yeah, but yeah, uh, she she gets help making it, and it's surprisingly good. Yep. So yours very confident. <laughs> it's so missing. Yep. <coughs> What ingredient is it missing, man? Come. Close. <laughs> sour cream. What? Close. Sour cream. Yes. Yeah, there's, there, there's no sour cream. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, she was this newfound confidence. She goes home. 
And she tells them, I'm gonna cook tonight. So Lloyd and your so Lloyd and Anya are like, <laughs> but yeah, they actually eat the cream stew and they didn't die. They're, they're happy with it. Uh yours like crying tears of joy. Yep. She thought, yeah, yeah, you know, if they're happy, I can kill, but she was actually genuinely happy. Yep. And then it's like, okay, now let's try this other dish I made. It's dessert, and yeah. it's a it's a custom special. Death. Yep. And you see them fall on the ground, same position as Camille and the husband. Yeah. And then we get to part two. It's uh, we get we get Frank again. Yep. And he wants to. He calls Lloyd over, and he's like, <laughs> is, this, "Is this important? Like, it's super important. It's, it's about it's about a girl. He wants to fuck." Yes. And then Lloyd's like, "I'm leaving." Uh, how how did the rest go for this? Um, he goes over and he asked her for dating advice and he's like, no, whatever. And he's like, all right. He's like, you know that, that thing you wanted, I'll build it for you for free. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. So what he does is he creates a dating flow chart. Yeah. For, like, you know, like if you ask her this question, you lead up with this. Yeah. Right. Like, all right. Depending on what answer you pick, you go off this conversation and you go off this conversation, you go off this conversation and it becomes an infinite flow chart of potential conversation. And he's like, you think I'm going to understand this? No, give me something stupid proof. Excuse me. So he dresses up as the fucking girl. First off, before all this stuff, he's like, you have all this information. You're a creep. And he's like, I give you information all the time. He's like, yeah, but not to date a woman just because I need it. Yeah. It's it's more for a mission. Like, yeah, you fucking creep. <clears throat> but no, anyway, so basically Lloyd dresses up as the woman. They start having conversation. And he's like, I'm ready for this. I'm going to give her the conversation of her life. He goes over to the cigar bar and he freezes up. But he still manages to ask her out. Like, you know, will you go yeah. on a date with me? And she rejects him and says, like, nope, like, you're not my type. <clears throat> and so Rip. he goes to the bar. He's going to the bar after the rejection. He sees Anya there. Anya reads his mind. And is like, oh, nope, you got rejected, whatever. So she tells Lloyd, and Lloyd basically is like, all right, uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, all right, um, Yor, go ahead and take Anya over to the wherever the fuck they were going, the park or some shit. And he's like, I got to take care of, uh, you know, this guy. And so they go to the bar. You see his, he's already fucking shit-faced off of cheap beer. And yep. then he's like, I want the cheapest beer you got. And instead he gets, like, this expensive whiskey. He's like, what part of cheap beer did you understand? And he's like, it came from the gentleman over there. And you see Lloyd in the corner. He's like, I felt like drinking. And he's like, I'm going to get drunk on your tab. And he's like, all right. <laughs> so that's a little moment between them. Yeah. It was a good episode. Yeah, it was a solid episode. Like I, I said, I, 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 I was happy for your when she did cook well and they liked it. The one time. The one time and now back to normal. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean. I enjoy the episodes without Anya, you know, and Anya serves her purpose at times. It's not like, I, you know, I, I don't absolutely fucking disgustingly hate her, but I just don't like when she's a child, when she acts like a child, because it's like annoying. Like, you know, and she's like, oh, like, for example, she's like, I'm on an ooting and ooting and ooting, like fucking pronounce. Like, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to be like Beethoven? <laughs> no, but bro, like if it was my child and like we're going on an outing, we're going on an ooting. No. Ow. Oh, ting, ding, outing, ooting. I'm giving you your mother's cooking tonight. How about that? That's what should be happening. Yeah, that should be the ultimate threat. Yours cooking, exactly. The nuclear weapon of all time. All right, uh, moving on. Chainsaw Man, Co-Main. It's fucking gore. It's a, a fucking banger. Gar. 
Gar, gar, gar. Uh, but man, they're showing they look. They, the camera was really viewing Makima's flat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget what they took from us. Yeah. Fucking picking the manga and a flat as a fucking travesty. Bully the studio. <laughs> but yeah, we picked up where we left off. Power killed this demon sea cucumber. Mm-hmm. Uh, the public is pissed off. Makima comes there, trying to like, all right, so what happened? So Power blames Denji because you know he's a human. Mm-hmm. They're going back and forth while you look at her ass, basically. How's this going on? Like, apparently that's more important than them arguing. It is indeed. Yeah, so Makima is like talks to Power, and all of a sudden Power's like, Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, yeah, we'll be careful next time. Yeah, I'll work with him. Yeah. Cause she's scared of fucking uh, Makima. Yeah, well, you'll we'll find out why soon, but this <laughs> is yep. But uh, fucking yeah, uh, power and Deji talking. They're by the vending machines. Yep. Power talks about how she prefers cats over people. I can relate. Same. Yeah, and then uh, her cat Meowy. <laughs> Basically, she wants a cat. Basically, uh, she is held captive by this demon. She yep. wants it back, and then Deji's like, "Why should I help you?" Type of thing. Yep. And then Power's like, "You know, I know you want to find the tits. You talked about it. I'll let you." You help me get my cat back. Yep. And then Deji's like, this evil bitch. And we thought I was talking about power. Like, how dare he take a cat? Yep. Let's go kill this bitch right now. But no, we gotta we're gonna do it tomorrow because, you know, she has a curfew. Yep. <coughs> she asked me back by 5.30. Yep. Because she lives in this house. I forgot this type of... It looks like the creepy house on the fucking hill. Well, it is a creepy house on the hill. Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, uh, while this is going on, they're they're walking there. She's talking about Meowie. You get a yep. little flashback of how, you know, naked founds a cat, scrawny cat. I'm so yeah. mad. So I was having like I was having uh, issues. Uh, what's it called? Quality issues. Because it's it's weird. Like if I watch it on my Fire Stick, no problems. If I watch it on my on my uh, on my uh, Google Chromecast in my bedroom, no yep. problems. If I watch it. On my Apple TV, you would think Apple TV. I always have problems with uh, with the with the the quality. Like it mm. goes down quality. So during the naked scenes that I really wanted to see her naked, like it was like shit, like 420p. I was like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. And I, I was fine though. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, uh, we get a flashback. She she's a scrawny cat. It's like oh, I got, it's like she's got to help like basically feed it, basically gain muscle so she could eat it. Yep. But it turns out she's actually. Bonding with the cat. Yep. Like the cat hasn't judged the cat hasn't judged her or anything. Oh. So she really loves this cat. But they get to they get to the shed. Yep. With this uh well before that. What uh, happened to uh to, to what's his dick? To uh uh I forget Denji. His name. Denji. Yeah, uh power grabs her hammer and fucking smashes his head in with the yep. fucking hammer. He's yep. bleeding all over the place. He's like, dude, what knocked the fuck? out. She's like, You're really stupid, aren't you? Like really? But she's like good instincts, but fuck. Right. So she drags this unconscious body into the shed. You see this bat demon thing. Yep. And he he picks it up, wakes it up, drinks to the blood, hates the blood, but it's enough to get his arm back. Yep. And she's like, Oh, you gave me this disgusting blood. I thought you gave me an ample human. What is this? What is this? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. And then well, yeah. he, he talks about he's like, uh, Oh he, no, I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna say he's gonna talk about how he's gonna go. He's basically gonna go. He's gonna find a school, kill a student, eat a student. 
No, it's much more graphic than that. He's literally looking around. He's like, oh, like, nah, she's fat. Like, nope, he looks like, like nope, cigarette. has cigarettes. No. He's like, oh, that's nice. He's like, I know. He's like, I'm going to have a nice, hearty virgin for lunch. I'm going to have a nice, beefy man for dinner. And I'm going to have a pregnant woman for dessert. And then Power's like, hey, what about cat? <clears throat> and he's and like, like, yeah, oh, it did say. Uh huh. And say, like, but I didn't punish you for giving me a disgusting human that had disgusting blood. And, and just swallows the cat whole. Like oh. he didn't. He didn't chew. So nope. And so power is like, like frozen disbelief. Yep. And, and then, then looks at Deji's like, so yeah, that's so that's how you feel when you lost Pachita. But then yeah. she gets that she gets picked up and swallowed whole herself. Yep. So basically, she's probably gonna get the cat back. Yeah. Probably. And but, Denji goes into Chainsaw Man. No, before that, it's like, give me my tits. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he was ready for the tits. He wanted the tits, and it was robbed from her. And then he rubs rubs himself up. He and turns into Chainsaw Man. We get animation beauty. We get violent. glorious gore. Like everywhere. Cuts, Cuts the arm off again. Purple blood, purple demon blood everywhere. Fucking a guy. He, he saves a guy with his brute hands, and he's like, "Oh shit, my chainsaws retract." Yeah, oh, like he could do oh, that. Oh, yeah, he's learned about his powers, and yep. And, and he's like, he's like, like, he's like yeah, I don't, he doesn't give a shit about helping humans, but nope. throws the car at him. Yep, the car blows up. The fucking man is losing his shit, and he's like, "What kind of fucking devil helps humans?" And he's like, "I don't give a shit about the humans. I just want my tits." Yes. Also, that this fucking bat demon, like he got like full power beam type thing. Yeah. And yeah, it really doesn't do much. We forgot also that before he turned into Chainsaw Man, he sucked on the demon's blood so he can he can restore himself. Right. That's he, he could do that. He can do that too. If he has demon blood, he can fucking regenerate. Yeah. yeah so now this bat demon's freaking out. Yep. And so get away! It's like starts throwing shit. Bro, Denji went fucking ham. Yep, like slicing his arm. I got to point decapitation. Yep. He's yep. dead. Roll yep. credits. New yep. ED. Another fucking banger. Yep. Great episode again. They haven't missed three. They're three for three thus far. Yeah, so I am I can't wait for the next one. Like always. You ready for the main event? It's your baby, Matt. Two-year eternity is back. And we boy, have season off. two. This started oh, off even I did, you know, because I, I didn't mind it toward the end. I gave it a I think I gave it a four. I gave it a low four. This was yeah, almost a and, and it made and it made it to number eight in my top ten. Yeah, and I had it like but yeah, I mean it was solid. I gave it like I said a low four. You gave it a very high four. You almost gave it a five, I believe. I gave it a four and a half. <laughs> yeah, you you were up there. So this is your baby. But boy, I tell you what, this episode one. Also, we get pink blood back, new visuals. Yes. It is gorgeous. And the song yes. is still amazing. It's still amazing. It's not going to win our, our, our OP of the year, guys. Sorry. It already fucking won Matt. Yeah, it, yeah, it was already won last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to win but, our OP. But, it, it'll, it for, but there's, there's better OPs this time, unfortunately. But again, still a fantastic song. There's not, too many. there's not too many better OPs. Not better, like, there's more... I like the Chainsaw Man one a lot. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, is it, I, but 
wouldn't twice, but wouldn't twice. But no, we were we were ahead. If it was a new, if it was a new song, I would say yes. Yeah, we're not qualifying it exactly. Yeah, it's not a new song, so we're not going to qualify. If it was the same artist, new song, hell yeah, but no. I mean, out of all of these, I like I like Raven. I like Bleach is solid. Chainsaw Man is really good. Eminence is okay. Is pretty good. Made War. I like Made War. Um, yes. I mean, there's a few songs, but again, it's isn't bad. same song. So, to me, no. You know what it is? Truth be told, honestly, I think if it's not going to be Chainsaw Man, and it's not going to be Raven, because nobody's really watching Raven, I might pick Raven. But you know, who I think might win, and I think probably will win. Spy Family. That OP is really. Oh fun. yeah. No, no. I. Spy Family OP. I, I is agree. Really I can't shit on that at all. It's a really, really good old It's animated so beautifully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. Wonderful. All right. all right. But yeah, let's move on. Uh yeah, it's, it's been a year and a half since we saw Two Year Eternity. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's and story wise, it's been forty years since season one. Forty years. So but before that though, there's a village where the knockers are attacking. So basically the knockers are back. And yes. then we get to the forty year timeline. Or Fushi, he got. I think he got a new form with a crab, but um, same timeline. Yeah, but yeah, he got the forms. Wait, what? The story? He got all those forms. In the but I'm story. saying, like, I'm saying, like, in between from from the stuff after. Yeah. So basically, before, the, so what happened was, um, the knock after everything happened with Pioran, he's like, you know what? Fuck life. I don't want to live as a human anymore. I'm gonna live as a, as a sea animal. And so he turns himself into a crab. Yeah, and that and that didn't last long. That didn't last long because yeah, eaten by an octopus. He gets eaten by octopus. He gets eaten by octopus. Octopus gets eaten by a shark. Shark gets eaten by some other shit. Like he's in a perpetual state of just being eaten. And as he says, he comes yeah, by, he's, he's like, with the circle of life. He eventually turns himself into a fish, and that fish yeah. leaves. Yeah, and he gets eaten again by another fish. And basically, he said, "I didn't know how long it lasted. It felt like forever." The Shadow Man said that this was over two years. I lived as different fish for two years before I became a human again. Yeah, and then yeah, he's just on this secluded island alone by himself, and then and eventually you see him killing the knockers. Yeah, yeah, like they're around, but at the same time, like the guy said, like they were slowly giving up on him. Like, yeah, so when he's like, "Why aren't the knockers coming for me anymore?" He's like, "They've given up on you, or they're trying to draw you out of hiding." One or the other. Yeah. And then we see someone through the bushes. Yes, and it's Hisame. a little. Bit. Yep, her name is Sasame, and then her little, and then the guards. And you yeah. find out that they are the guardians uh, at Hayas of Hayase's group. No, you she, find out they're the guardians, and you find out that this girl in particular, Sasame, is the granddaughter of the incarnation of Hayasa. And we find out later on, not only is she the granddaughter of Hayase, she is the reincarnation of Hayase. And yeah. Matt, what does she have in her arm? She has something in her arm. What is it? Well, is- well, before that though, but Fushi laughs when like she's dead. The mother's dead. Like, yeah. dude, fuck you. Yeah, and she's like, oh, you're like, how could you be so rude? Like, I'm supposed to be kind. And he's like, well, does the her did she tell you that she killed two of my most important friends? And they're like, yep, it said that. They said it was necessary. Necessary, huh? No, oh, you think it's necessary? Like, oh, you don't know shit. She basically says, he's like, you're a nine year old girl. You don't know shit. And yeah. he's like, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, basically, say they need Fushi's help with dealing with knockers in this yeah. area. Yeah. Basically investigate this village. Yeah. And at night, yeah. Um, you see her try to clo- try to get close, and, and Fushi's like, no. Yeah, Hisame's trying to get close. And then when Fushi's sleeping, Hisame gets closer. 
yep. there's a knocker in her arm. Yes. She and Fushi's like, what the fuck? He's like, I'm gonna cut your arm off, basically, and you'll be fine. And and, but she's like, oh. no. He's like, this knocker listens to me. Like, I was born with it. It was inside of me. Yeah, like, and, it's, and it's like the knocker in her. Yeah, so basically when Hayase was on the boat, that's probably where it happened. Yeah, it just lives on her uh Honestly. it lives on her blood. Oh my god, I didn't even fucking put that together. Yeah. I did forget about that where that fucking knocker came into the boat. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Right. <laughs> wow. So I didn't even think about that. Holy shit. Yeah, so now we know Holy why. Shit. Yeah. Did she eat it? Oh, it's no, like it just consumed her. Yeah. Uh, we, thing up but yeah, uh, yeah, she doesn't want to get rid of it. Like, talk about how it listens to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, eventually, they find the village. And then, what you no, call so it? No, so eventually, they're like, all right, well, let's go. Like, and you no, know, before that, let me phrase that. Before that, he has a conversation with the shadow. And he's yeah. like, oh, you know, it feels wrong to hate a nine year old girl. She's not the reason why. You yeah, know, the, the basically, yeah, like, it's not the same Hayase I knew. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not the same my house. And you're like, oh well, you know, it's you know, you went through a traumatizing experience. This person relates to your traumatizing experience. You know, it's perfect human interactions to feel the way you yeah, feel. Yeah, basically, yeah. He's trying to teach him how to be human through yeah through all of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, All right, well, I'm gonna give her a shot. So they eventually get a little bit close, and then eventually, as Matt said, he makes boats for everybody and they get off the island, they head over to the village. It's already been over a month. Since the village was attacked, yes. Uh, so basically, yeah, he feels like he's too late for the knockers yeah, exactly. to be there. He sent, uh, they split up. He sends her over to the village to find out what the status of the village is, and then they, um, as he's doing that, a couple of people show up. Um, yeah, which which we'll, which we'll say later, but uh, we'll say later. But they, they basically say they're doctors and they're here to check on people. And they're like, oh, six more people have died. Most of the village is dead. There's 33 people injured, blah, 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 blah. And so as this is happening, uh, what's her name? Well, I'm not going to say it. Well, little the, girl, little oh, little girl. Sorry. Uh, Hisame. Hisame shows up. They're like, oh, like, you know, like they, they love you. They want you to come join. Everybody come join. We're going to have a feast, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So they end up doing that. They have some conversation. And the conversation starts to get a little bit a uh, little bit dark. A little heated with Hisame talking yeah. to his doctor. Basically, we find out from the doctor, like, hey, you should be careful. These people want to own you. And they're like, no, we're not here to own you. We're just here to protect him. We're here to protect the people. Yeah. And shit. It's the same. And he's, exactly. and he's like, yeah, so basically you're a prisoner. Make sure. Yeah. And as they keep eating, they keep eating. Everything's normal. And then Fushi's a fucking retard. <laughs> Fushi's an idiot. Because as they're eating, Matt, they're eating. And what happens, Matt, when they're eating? They get they collapse. <laughs> they collapse. They get poisoned. Yeah, so Fushi did not taste the poison. And Fushi didn't taste the poison. And uh, Hisami looks at the, the doctor. Who the is it? Doctor. Two doctors. A male doctor, female doctor. Male doctor got knocked the fuck out, too. He's yeah. out. Him and Fushi are just dead to the world. Yeah, so now it's just Hisame and Tonari. And Tonari was... Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. you blew her name! Ah! <laughs> Your name, uh, Jesus Christ, Matt. This is your fucking baby. Uh, and you I, I, I blurred the name out randomly. You Shit. Fucking idiot. Baka. Uh, Baka. Damn it. Uh, I, just I just realized. I got shit. Baka. I know. Baka. Baka. Uh, Matt is a Go, man, people. Go, man, people. Jesus Christ. You ruined the fucking buildup. You uh, son of a bitch. 
Cut this out. Cut this out. Oh my god, Matt. Fucking where's the where's the wiffle bat? Bend over. No. Bend over. Oh, I can't believe that. Fuck. Oh. Jesus Christ, Matt. You son of a bitch. Oh, I can't believe I blurred that out by accident. This is your baby. You waited so long for this. Yeah. yeah. I was so hype over this. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. God, man. Yeah. But yeah, Hisabi looks at the doctor. He's like suspicious. What the fuck? And he find out. Yeah, doctor, the doctor. You, no, you, had, you had to tell him the story. You had to tell him the story. He's like, you know, there is a silver winged bat. And this silver winged bat is poisonous. And people would eat the silver winged bat and they would die. And so I started off with a piece of the bat, like a wing. And I felt like I was going to die. And the way she said it was so fucking ominous and but so cool. And she's like, I ate a piece of the bat. I thought I was going to die. I started with the corpse next. And I thought I was going to die. And then I started with three quarters of the bat. Again, I thought I was going to die. And then I had the whole bat. And I didn't feel like I was going to die anymore. And I've done this with plenty of animals and plenty of uh, plenty of things. She's like, I'll have more tea, by the way. And they give her more tea. And she tastes the poison in that tea. She's like, oh, I recognize this poison. This poison is supposed to basically make me numb. And about within 45 seconds of me being numb, I go unconscious. Within another 30 seconds after that, I should be dead. This tastes really good, though. And then as you see this happening... Uh, the girl's like, who the hell are you? Like, get her. Like, who the fuck is this? You yeah. see an owl come in the window, and the girl puts two and two together. Owl, poison, you're fucking yeah, I, 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 I thought the owl left. It should be dead. I don't know how that owl survived. Well, I'm saying, though, I thought, I thought, I thought Tanara <clears throat> gave Fushi the owl as a, a good farewell gift. Well, where was the owl going to go when Fushi turned into a crab? That's true. And we see it's Tonari. Q credits. Matt ruined it about fucking ten minutes ago, though. So. Sorry, sorry. God ah, damn it. We'll have more reveals. Son of a bitch. It still is taken away. This is still a great episode. I lost my shit though when I saw it was fucking Tonari. I was I was like, wow. Oh. Yeah, I didn't expect any of them to come back. I didn't. And he had wondered in the episode. You see, Fushi wondered, like, "Oh, I wonder how everybody is." And he starts thinking about the old man, um, and he's dead. Oh, the old man's definitely dead. Yeah, I was like, the, but the but like Ren Tanari, they yeah. should be like in their fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is. So, so yeah. So 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 fourteen, twelve. I think twelve. She, she was. Yeah, she was fourteen. She was fourteen. So then she's fifty-four. Yeah. So does that mean we'll see Ren? Does Fushi get pussy? I'm gonna, say so. no. I'm gonna say no. Probably not. And I feel like you know. I really feel like it might. Like you know, that would be great. Will be. Do you know? You haven't read the manga, right? Or do you know what happens? I know uh, the manga. I haven't read it yet. Okay, so my theory is, I think eventually Fushi is gonna have sex, and then like Fushi's gonna die. I think the knockers are gonna kill Fushi, but then Fushi's gonna be reincarnated because he's gonna knock up one of the girls that he fucks, whoever it's gonna be. Although if it's rent, if it's uh, Tonari, that can't be because you know biologically that's impossible. Yeah. She's fifty four, but I think that may happen at some point. Yeah, I do not believe he died at all. I will say that. Okay. Well, he probably doesn't. Maybe I'm just hoping that he has sex. I'm sh- I'm sure there will be something. Yeah. But that's just gonna be for a while. I think this is more of Fushi's humanity for this season. Well, that's how it. That's what the show is really about. It's about humanity. It's about the circle of life. It's about the struggle of life. 
Um, it's the struggle of being immortal and how everybody wants to live forever. But this is the real cost of living forever. Yeah, like it's not as glamorous as you think. It's not, you know. Yeah, because he saw a lot of people die, like Gugu. Yeah. Fucking March, PRN. Imagine March would be like, imagine March would be in her mid 40s. Gugu yeah. in his 50s too. No, Fugugu was probably going to be like in his like 60s or 70s probably by this stage. Uh, no, I think they were both 13, Gugu and Rin. Mm. Yeah, so there would be, yeah, there would be mid 40s. Yeah. Married, happily married. Yep, kid. And that original, ex- original explorer. Yep, yep, yep. Nameless yep. boy. He probably would have found his people. Yep. He probably in the 60s. I think, yeah, I think he was, in his, I think he was in his 20s. The yeah. Body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's amazing how, like, you know, one thing leads to another. And if something didn't lead to that, it may not have happened. Yeah. If he, I think if he never met him, he probably wouldn't have. It's interesting. You can go off of very many different avenues in terms of where things would be, but you could do that with any show, really, if you really wanted to. But that's yeah. really one of the main cores of eternity is everything kind of leads and builds. And now we're getting callbacks in this season as well, which is going to be fucking amazing. Um, this was a very, very, very strong start to, 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 to eternity. Yeah, and we got 19 more to go. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I can't wait to see the rest of the family. I can't wait to it's see. Sundays, right? What? It's dropped Sundays? Yeah. Did it drop on Sundays last time? I thought it was Monday. It dropped on Mondays last time, I believe. Uh, it was. I believe it was Monday. It was. It was uh, Wednesdays. Was it Wednesdays? I believe it was Wednesdays. Yeah. Oh. It's weird. I don't have a. Uh, I don't have a Friday anime. So. I'll. I'll check. Oh, you're right. They were. It was Mondays. <laughs> it was Mondays. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Monday. And, and now it's Sundays. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We'll take it. Uh, yeah, I only got one for Monday still. <laughs> Yeah, I have one. I have one for Monday. Here, I'll, I'll break it down again. I got, I got Bleach Monday. Monday. Yep, Bleach Monday, Chainsaw Man Tuesday, uh, Love Flops and Eminence on Wednesday, Akiba Made on Thursday, nothing on Friday. Saturday is Hero, Uzaki, Spy, Raven, and Bochi, and Mobile Suit Gundam. I have five. Is there is there is there a schedule layout? Um, so probably somewhere, but I'm just reading off of how I have mine when I'm watching. And then Sunday for me is uh, Boruto and Eternity. Yeah, Sunday, oh, and Sunday I got, I got and Peter Grill. Sorry, and, and Peter Grill. So I got four. Yeah. I got six on Saturday, four on Sunday. That's why I said we can. I this season I can't do Mondays because I use my Monday because I, I I do nothing but watch football on Sundays. Point blank. Yeah, yeah. Monday, yeah. Mondays by catch up day too because I got like five. I got I got five on Saturday, five on Sunday. Yeah, so I'm using we're using Mondays to, to catch up. So it, I would have to be a different date at some yeah, point. I think, yeah, and at Thursday I only have Made War and Build a File. Yeah, yeah. So starting, by the way, starting um next in three weeks, I won't be able to because I'll be in New York on vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then probably a week in December as well, because I have family coming in. Yeah, no problem. Like I said, uh yeah, so we'll, so we'll skip a couple episodes, that's fine. Sure, 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 sure. All right. Anyway, let's wrap up. Final thoughts. Final, a a really solid, really solid week. Um, I'm glad I got rid of one. I'm really glad. You know, I'll give you my briefly. I'll give you my initial thoughts on Gundam. Um, I like. I love the prologue. Gundam prologue was fucking yeah. Prologue was great. I just wish the the other show had that same element. Episode one wasn't bad. Episode two wasn't bad either. Um, I just. they're dumb. It's a fucking gun. That's it. Yeah, they're not. They're not bad. Just the energy from the from the prologue just shifted away, and I was like, 
what happened. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they, and I, you know, she she doesn't even look seventeen. Satella so doesn't even look seventeen at all. She looks like she's like fourteen. Like I look at her and I look at uh, uh, what's her name, Miorian? Yeah, Miorine, Miorine. Yeah, they look like they're like fourteen, fifteen. Like they don't look seventeen whatsoever. And she's seventeen and she's not going to school for the first time. Like I guess she's been homeschooled. Yeah, because I, I guess that's what they do in Mercury. I, I imagine. I hope you know we see her mother again. Um, you know, but if maybe, they, I don't see why not. I can't wait for that motherfucker to die. The fucking president, the Durcell, is that his name? Oh, him. Uh, fuck that guy. I can't wait to see him fucking have a horrible death. Can't wait. And then oh. fucking the other guys. You said um, the next episode. I just watch episode three. Um, he ends up being like her friend. I think you said right. Yeah. Like like slowly, like not right away. It's like you'll you'll we'll find out more. It's kind of lame. He's a cunt. He, he's like a condescending dick. Yes, yeah, super dick, super fucking dick. But I and I I'm shipping. I am shipping him, uh, her and Elon. Yeah, Elon. So telling Elon, definitely, uh, definitely shipping them. Well, well, hopefully they actually keep that. I feel like what's her face? Miorine's gonna be like the like single like gay woman for the rest of her life. Maybe yeah. We we will see. Uh thoughts on Gundam. We'll catch up on it next week, as we said. Final thoughts, like I said, final a great, great again, another solid fucking week. Great week, except for apartment complex. Yeah, apartment complex suck for you. I was annoyed by Made War. Um Love Flops was cute. Uh Eminence was solid. I mean, again, Chainsaw Man, Bleach. Um, those take the cake. I love Lovers. I, you know, Lovers had a little bit of cringe at the beginning of the episode, but Lovers is strong. This is a very yeah. strong rom com. Um, Hero is fantastic. Uzaki's funny. Uh, Spy Family's solid. Not my Bochi, favorite. Bochi's great. Bochi's hilarious. And Raven is my one of my sleepers. Raven and Bochi, without without any doubt, are my sleepers of the season. Eternity had a very strong opening. It's strong. Just a strong week, and it's been a strong season thus far, no doubt. No doubt. Yes. Those are my final thoughts for All right, everyone. Uh, we talked our cake. We had our cake. We're full of cake. Follow me on Twitter, DamienPhoenix12. You can also, also follow our Twitter, at TalkToCakey. We also have a link tree for with various links of where you listen to your favorite local podcasts. Mm. Spotify, Apple Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, etc., mm. etc. I did update the link tree now. It now also has a link to our YouTube page at W2M. So now if you yes. want to live... Without looking at our, our Twitters, because we always repost our, our videos live on Twitter. Um, but if you don't want to go to Twitter and you just want to go to YouTube. Yep, you can find on, it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's on there. Also, uh, we want to thank W10 Network and Chair Shot Radio for hosting us on their uh, stations. As always. Uh, yep. yep, and thank you, Sean, for being our editor. Yes, and thank you again, Sean, for editing the MMA for Mark's podcast. It was something that we, we worked on at yeah, first. Yeah, check that out. Yep. He didn't want to do it at first. Sean was like, I don't have the time. I can't do it. And then we, I asked him again. I was like, you, so what's up with your like combat sports? He's like, you know, it's funny. We no longer have a combat sports podcast. I was like, would you like to have a combat sports podcast? And he's like, sure. Would you be willing to edit it? I guess. All right. Well, then that's a win. Let's fucking do it. And it took us forever and a decade, but we did it. Yep. So, yeah, de- definitely check it out whenever he airs it. Yes. All right. Anything else? Um, I'll give the rest of my plugs again. You can follow me on uh, on Instagram at AI underscore anime 24. That is my anime Instagram. You can follow me on my podcast Instagram podcast dot senpai. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at S H O S T O P P A two four analyst dot co at 
S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-249. Again, all of my socials, as Matt said, have a link tree. You can also follow us on our on our Instagram for Talk the Kicking, T-A-L-K-T-H-E-K-E-K-I. That's Talk the Kicking on Instagram. Again, we have link trees for our personal stuff on our personal pages, as well as the link tree in our um, in our Talk the Kicky page. So again, check us out. You can find all of our endeavors on that link tree. And again, as Matt said, um, and I, I said at the very beginning of the podcast, shout out to my boy Andy with the MMA for Marks podcast. We are the newest members of the W2M network. Um, again, Sean, thank you so much. We appreciate you hosting and doing the editing. And we promise not to do anything too controversial <laughs> on this show. Um, again, guys. Give it you, time. If you love MMA, if you love combat sports, if you want to hear two guys have similar banter the way Matt and I have banter, um, come join us. You'll get laughs. You'll get dick jokes. You'll get a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh you know political shit because we like to throw shit in there like it's just random times in between the actual co- uh content that we have with uh, with combat sports so one fc bellator ufc boxing anything we'll be talking about it listen to us check us out ease us up so all right guys until then we'll see you next week arigato and atufaku and sayonara sayonara minasan bye-bye Want an easy way to boost the bottom line of your business? Install energy-efficient equipment. PSE&G can show you how upgrades to your lighting, HVAC, commercial refrigeration, and more can improve the performance of your organization and enhance the overall customer experience. Contact us to set up a free on-site energy assessment. We'll provide the expert advice you need to jumpstart your savings. Visit bizsave.pseg.com today. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 